WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio presents the All-Star Catholic High School Football Game of the Week. So a dramatic entrance, Carmel comes running out between the marching band. We have an awesome marching band busting this beautiful banner in two and carrying the American flag, stars and stripes. And now we're at, we're gathered at center field right at the 50-yard line. Have they gone onto the field with their parents already? Yes. Okay, so they they were out there with their parents, and uh, that's, that's a great sight as well. I want to remind everybody that WSFI 88.5 is proud to be the voice of the Corsairs all season long. Whether the games are at home or away, now you can root for the Corsairs each week exclusively on WSFI 88.5 or online at WSFIRadio.org. Want to hear it again? Or did you miss the game? Go to WSFIPodbean.com and listen to it on demand. Corsairs football, don't miss a minute. And that's a lot of fun going back and listening to you know the game uh critiquing ourselves, if you will, as to how we covered it and uh, reliving it. I'm afraid to do that because I know how poorly I sound. So <laughs> sound apologies great. to You're the awesome. listeners out there in advance. Uh, it's awesome. a, it, you know, it's a beautiful night for football. We're mid-September here. You could get a 55-degree night or 75-degree night, and I think we have the latter here, uh, which may actually loom large as we get later in the game. The, the better-conditioned team, if it's a close game, might actually be able to pull things out because of their, their physical fitness and capabilities. Absolutely. So a little calisthenics right now. They're getting, getting loose out there. Have not seen the Nazareth varsity team as of yet. Maybe they're running in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so last year we went down to Nazareth and uh, LaGrange, and they got a beautiful football field, and they've had a lot of success. They went to the state championship and won it the year before, and then they lost in the championship the year before that. Last year was a little bit of an off season around the 500 ball club. But we went down there, and uh, we were in a similar position as we were tonight. We were down a couple, uh, had lost a couple games, and uh, backs to the wall. And we, we pulled off a 21-10 win. Unfortunately, it was the game that Rondell Jamison, one of the all-time greats, got hurt. But um, I, I feel good about tonight's game. How about you guys? Well, I tell you what, if there's going to be a night to, to turn it around, this has to be the night, right? I mean, you certainly don't want to go down 0-4, uh, and, and certainly not in your own. It's not certainly not in your own stadium. So, uh, like I said, you know, senior night often brings a, a different vibe and a different different kind of energy. And so my hope is that the Corsairs can feed off that tonight and, and, like you said, Mark, really really dig into these guys and pull one out. Yeah, absolutely. So Carmel suits up only 57 this year, and Nazareth suits up 90. A um, little bit of a you know drop in terms of historical numbers for Carmel football. I have uh, two boys that played varsity football at Carmel, and it, it's really a... One of the greatest life experiences that a person at that age could have. It's cool stuff, you know. There's, in my experience in sports, and I played baseball and football largely, and, you know, football with regards to the camaraderie and, and the things that you go through and some of the trials and tribulations that you have to face, I think is, is really, really something that, you know, everyone should have some sort of experience with. 
And uh, although my experience with Carmel football was not a very winning experience as far as win-loss records, I still remember my teammates and I still remember the practices and, you know, the experience I I will never forget. I agree, Joe and and Nick. You know, I I could reel off a name, the names of the most successful people in business, in uh, industry, and what have you, and they, they played high school and oftentimes college football, and people shy away a little bit. But, you know, as Catholics, you know, Jesus, I trust in you. I mean, you know, could, you know, could you possibly get injured? Sure. But, I mean, that certainly shouldn't be a deterrent for young men that uh, need to develop that warrior mindset because life is also very difficult. Yeah, you know, it's, it's cool. You, you see a lot of teams. Carmel does this all the time. You see the players as, as they enter the field, they're they're holding each other's hands and and you, you can't put a price on that. And it's something that's that's it's truly truly special here. Well and that's that's kinda of what I was talking about earlier, you know, Mark and you asked what do you say to a team that's walking in to week four, oh and three and and you know at Carmel that and I've, I've coached in a number of different situations and in a few different places, and there's nothing like that type of camaraderie that, that, that you see here. Um, see a lot of, lot of hugging, a lot of love going on between these guys, a lot of trust, um, and, it, and it goes deeper than just, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, it seems. There's always something else. There's something, I don't know how to, how to define that or how to, how, to, how to explain that, but it's something special, you know, and... and uh, like I said, I hope I hope tonight is the night that they can really find that and and run with it. And this being senior night, I could I can relate because my very last game in, in 1977 as a senior, we actually won the last game that I played. Which you know, when I played varsity ball, we might have won three games in in two seasons, and we won the game. And I walked off the field and I knew baseball was my path. And I got on the bus and I cried the whole way home. Yeah, absolutely. I remember my uh, my oldest son's last game against Fenwick on this field and uh, second round of the state playoffs and they lost and then the realization that his high school football career was over and I could see him crying from up here. And uh, yeah, it's it's an expression of, of just how much it meant to him and how much it means to these young men. So let me ask you, do you like the idea of supporting our local Catholic high schools in their sports program? Consider sponsoring these broadcasts. WSFI 88.5 FM will market your organization during the game. And you make these games possible to air. Sponsorship packages start as low as $135 per game. We reach up to 1.3 million listeners in parts northern illinois and southern wisconsin 24 hours a day seven days a week contact us at info at wsfi.org or call 224-206-8455 224-206-8455 so gentlemen the keys to the ball game tonight how do you see it <laughs> well if if you've been tuning in over the last couple of weeks i think you probably know what i'm going to say um I really think that Carmel needs to, to work to, to a more balanced attack on offense. Um, they, they've proven that they can run the ball. Um, and Calic Mattis obviously has proven he can throw the ball, completing uh, just about 50% of his passes through the first three games. But 
if, if they're just going to rely on that, if they're just going to rely on Kelly Kamanis and his arm, that's, that's going to be a really difficult road for them to take. Uh, I think the key tonight for the Corsairs is to have a more balanced attack, prove that they will and they can run the ball, um, and then use that to open up the field down, open the field up down down the field for Kelly Kamanis to do what he really likes to do, which is throw the ball. What your thoughts, Joe? You know, defensively, Mark, it's it's critical that the, the defense stiffens up a little bit and does not let the game get away from them. You know, the important thing is that they they stay in the game. In, into the fourth quarter, and then, you know, as the soft, we just saw the sophomores do, they won won the game on the very last play of the game. Uh, defensively, the defensive line has to step up today, and and disallow the run. Nazareth has a very varied attack, and they need to put some pressure on the quarterback and just stay in their gaps. Uh, the pass defense has not been very, very staunch for the Corsairs. You know, they just have to make sure they don't give up the big play. If I, if I may, Joe, see who I did that? Joe, may? If I may, Joe. You know uh, we're on the air. Yeah. Um, I know you were, you were unable to be with us last week, but one of the things that, that we recognize in the defense is that they were doing a great job getting to the ball. A lot of times getting to the, getting to the, um, the running back on the line of scrimmage, even sometimes behind the line of scrimmage, but – Yards after contact for, for Maris was a, was a big problem for the Corsairs last week. And so, you know, I'd like to see them really wrap up and, and take care of the ball carriers upon first contact. Which tells you the defensive scheme was solid. Right. It all comes down to what? Blocking and tackling. That's right. the game of football. Right. So, Nick, um, let me just play devil's advocate on that uh, Um analysis that you had that they needed to run the ball more and historically Carmel's done that but I think they moved away from it they moved in the direction of where most programs are at now and that's that's the west coast offense a lot of quick quick uh, strikes short passes what have you and is Zaire Barnes going to suit up tonight I hope so I I have not yet seen him on the field Um, how about Sean is is Sean Lynch going to play tonight I, I honestly don't know. Uh, so if neither of them suits up tonight, I think, you know, the strength of our offense is not going to be the running attack. Yeah, I mean, if Sean, Sean Lynch uh, has carried the ball 14 times so far this year for 51 yards, he's one of the top top ball carriers of the season. Uh, if he if he's not going to if he's not going to be in the game tonight, that's going to that's going to be tough for them. Um, and my hope is that Zaire is able to suit up. Uh, my understanding is that he's hurt. Tom Kelly just walked into the booth. Tom Kelly is a legend at uh, at Carmel High School, former offensive coordinator for the he state championship team. State championship, 2003 offensive coordinator. He's wearing that shirt proudly. He Very sure good. Is. Great, great, great guy. Uh, certainly, certainly goes back quite a ways here, and uh, certainly great to see him back uh, in this facility. To answer your question, Mark Zaire Barnes is dressed out. He's got a big foam pad over the uh, his right arm and. And I don't know that he'll be expected to catch yeah. many passes, but my son George likely... played uh, probably five, six games last year with a, with a uh, you know a, a pad. On pad. His... He picked yeah. one off too. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, I see. Him who knows? Head. Maybe, maybe not. You know, uh, it's the doctors. Usually, the doctor makes that call, and then the you know these kids if they can play, they'll play. Absolutely, they will. 
And we got a great doctor with Carmel uh, Catholic High School, and that's uh, Dr. Chams, who's often at the ball games uh, from Illinois Bone and Joint. And a fantastic trainer, Dan. Uh, Dan Hendricks. Hendricks. Yeah. Dan the man. He sees me all the time. Little aches and bruises. and Yeah. Good man. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. Homecoming is fast approaching. Make sure every picture is your best. Call Jandy Salon now to book your appointment. For over 35 years, the Jandy Salon has been part of the Carmel Catholic family. So don't get left out. Make your appointment now at Jandy's Salon. That's spelled J-A-N-D-E-E. In Lindenhurst, Illinois, call 847-356-8411. That's 847-356-8411. Would you believe it if I I grew up in Gurney, and so every time that we read that uh, for the last few weeks, I've been brought back to my childhood. That was the first place that I got my hair cut. You don't really need to get it cut anymore, do you? Well, you know, you had to go there, right? I know it's radio, so we have to paint a picture, don't we? I do have a, a great face for radio. So you got your, uh, you're a handsome guy, Nick. Thanks, So Mark. I did, appreciate that. Did you, uh, so tell us about Jandy's, because that's one of our sponsors. You would get your hair cut there? <laughs> I did. As a, as a child, I got my hair cut there. Um, so not just, like, really nice haircuts, but even, a you know, a guy's haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was probably... I mean, a guy that likes his hair short. Yeah, five yeah. five yeah. years old through through maybe even uh, middle school. And, you know, is we are family. And when people sponsor Carmel Catholic events, they should support these sponsors whenever possible. So, Absolutely. They do I a mean, great job. Yeah, I, I'm going to try to seek them out as well. So that's that's good. Yeah, Jandy is absolutely wonderful. Actually founded and owned by the Basek family. Uh, the girls and and uh, one of the sons, Todd Basek, Todd, yeah. played here. He was uh, he's a Carmel High School Athletic Hall of Famer and and, and played four maker, years right? at Northwestern. Oh North, yeah, Northwestern oh, guy. Okay. Yeah, quite a player. So we're getting ready, folks. I know it's a little late start, but they had the introductions of the players with their parents and uh, just a. A moment where you see tears in the eyes of the mothers and what have you. But 6.54 left until we kick off. So um, stay with us as we get ready. Mark, so help, help me. I, this is the first time I'm getting a chance to meet you, and I have to say it's a pleasure. But what is your connection to Carmel beyond beyond sending uh, your, your children here? Right. So... Um, I was uh, I sent two boys here so far that have graduated, and I have one that's on their way. I went to Loyola Academy, but um, I, I, I feel more close to Carmel right now. I, I love Carmel. Uh, I'm also close to the WSFI Catholic Radio Network and have done a lot of interviews for them. They have a Sports Faith Hall of Fame dinner, and I, I've worked with that, and I've interviewed people for that dinner, including... Uh, Mike Fitzgibbons, who was an inductee a couple of years ago, and um, you know I enjoy it. I love football, and, and so it's an honor for me to be able to be up here and to do this. Well, I think Coach Fitz may be joining us a, a little bit later. He's uh, taking care of business inside the school, and uh, it's always glad to hear his voice. Yeah, was he at a in retreat? moderation? I think he was at a retreat or something. I don't know if he, he is joining he us. He was on retreat this week. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, both teams out there, uh, offense and defensive practicing. They just run through a little light workout to make sure that they get the get lubed up and and, and ready to go. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, I, I'm gonna reach into my wallet because um, I was over looking at the Carmel Spirit Wear. We got some really nice uh, gear down there, and uh, Nick. Are you help uh, me out, Mark. I'm gonna help Nick out because yes. um, <laughs> he's there's some awesome looking stuff. I'm not kidding you. I in having been you know buying shirts and sweatshirts from Carmel for the last uh, seven years or so, they they keep getting better. You know, I, I mean, uh, yeah, they, they really do. They it, it's cool. They they've got sweatshirts, they've got hoodies, and we're making a great plug for the for the bookstore here. Yeah, but you know what? They they try to upgrade what it is they do and what it is they buy and what they make available to the, to the students and the families and things like that. So, and I know, I know coach Yeager here has plenty of shirts and I don't know why he went <laughs> red on us, but you know what? I mean, it, he's, he's got to support his family and they're paying him a nice salary. I'm sure. So he's got some loyalty there as well. And I have no problem with that. Well, you know, you said, you said it right, Mark, I have to support my family and you know, my wife doesn't necessarily, Oh, looks like we're going to pray here. Job, don't they? They do. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. So anyway, to, f to finish my story, the reason why I don't have any Carmel gear anymore is because, well, I've been removed from the coaching scene here for about four years now. 
and my wife just wasn't going to let me get away with maintaining two drawer full, two drawers full of Carmel T-shirts. And so we made a donation. So there are Carmel shirts out there somewhere. That's that's nice. No, absolutely. <laughs> I saw them giving some away earlier, Coach. I was going to run down there and get you some, but and quite it might have been a little large for you. Yeah, no, I don't quite frankly, we're, we're homers for, for Carmel, and that's why we're here tonight. And just to show your love for this high school, the Broncos are actually a better football team, probably. If I were to have to, <laughs> if I were to have to be honest about it. Well, I, I can't do that, Mark. Yeah, my, my my heart might stop if I said something like that. Yeah, I'm sorry to. It, it doesn't mean I, I don't love this team more, but but uh, you know, so much it brings. If we're going to compare records, you can't dispute that. But as we've alluded to already, this you know. This team and this program is so much more, is about so much more than just that. Right, so. right. I guess, you know, something of, about being Catholic is I, I feel the need to be brutally honest. <laughs> sometimes it serves me well and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, I love this Carmel High School and we're getting ready to kick off. and sure. It's a magical place. It's a magical place tonight. I'm ducking my head out the window and I can say that the stands are essentially packed. Um... It was hard getting a parking spot. Nazareth, for suiting up 90, has not traveled all that many. Uh, their their side of the field is, uh, unless they don't know which side to sit on, it, it's not full. <laughs> it does look a little sparse over there, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, to paint a picture for you, Nazareth has what has been quite in, in fashion these days for, for road teams and for home teams. So they're decked out in, in white pants white jerseys, blue helmets, but the numbers make it really difficult to tell yeah. what numbers they are. So they're white numbers and just a very thin blue tr trimmed background. Uh, so we're going to have fun trying to indicate who the tacklers and ball carriers are tonight. Indeed we will. Carmel getting ready to kick off. And uh, Nazareth uh, in the north end zone. Too, too deep, and, and uh, here we go with, uh, it looks like uh, ben, Packer. ben Packer's kicking off for Carmel right now. He's the new kicker as Ryan Muckman got injured last week. Here's Packer's kick. It's a good one. Going to field it around the 7-yard line, and he's out to around the 25, 26-yard line where Carmel's all over him at that point. Nazareth will take over first and 10 at uh, their own 27-yard line. Something to keep an eye on here. Now, Nazareth has a, 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 a quite a, quite a varied offense. They'll, they'll, they'll run the ball, they'll throw the ball, uh, and not obvious in certain yardage situations either. Right. And, uh, listeners, we may have a little bit of a problem making out the numbers because, as Coach May said, and here's the handoff right away, and he's upended all, all over it uh, on that tackle. Dan Norton uh, w was right there for Carmel. And Joe, that's a perfect example of what we were talking about earlier tonight. That's that's contact, and that's a that's a tackle, right? No gain after that first contact there. And Carmel, and, I mean Nazareth, in the shotgun, a quick flare out, and they're going to oh. throw the flag. It looks like uh, Trey. Resic for uh, Carmel was there just momentarily early, but he was good on the coverage. He just bumped him right as the ball 
uh, just before the ball got there. So they're going to move the they'll move it ten yards. It'll give Nazareth the first down, and that'll be at about the uh, Carmel forty. I mean, at the Nazareth forty-three yard line. Boy, that's a, a tough penalty. If he just doesn't make contact and makes the tackle there, they still have third down, five yards to go. Right. Nazareth still in the shotgun, two wide to the left, one to the right, one in the backfield, one in motion now. And looks like too many in motion there. Looks like it. It's uh, Austin Rice, or excuse me, is it number eighteen? Zach Stevens. Zach Stevens. Is a, Zachary Stevens is a quarterback for Nazareth. He's listed as a six-two, hundred and eighty-five pound uh, senior. He's in the shotgun right now. Stevens hands off the ball, uh, runs off the right tackle, and he's it's. Barely back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard or so. Well, Kerry actually did a nice job bouncing that one outside. He did. He came up the middle, and then, as you said, he, he went off tackle and, and, and got a few yards, mostly his work. Yeah, Camden Strutzel did a nice job blowing that up in the backfield. Running back sidestepped it and was able to gain a few there. And here's Stevens in the shotgun formation. Looks left, face, throws left, and he's... Quick flare out to Mike Mikhail Love, who's uh, listed as a 5'10", 165-pound junior wide receiver. Michael's brother was the, the best player in the conference for two years and, and was their, their key offensive player when they won the state championship a few years back. So Nazareth once again in the shotgun, two wide to the right, two wide to the left, one in motion. Barks out the signals and he's going to hand it off uh, off the left side and a nice carry for a first down Nazareth and that was uh, Dylan T. Smith for Nazareth and Dylan is a uh, 5'9", 175-pound junior running back. Sean Graham on the tackle there now. Sean is the safety. You don't want your safeties making tackles and the ball carrier split three or four Corsairs to get, get that gain. Here's Stevens in the shotgun, two to the left, two to the right, one in the backfield. And a quick flare out to uh, Diamond Evans, who picks up, looks like it to be another Nazareth first down. Diamond Evans is a 5'10, uh, 180-pound um, junior wide receiver. They've got some quick wide receivers, don't they? They sure do. He, he did a lot of that with his feet, but the, the blocking came late. And broke him free. And here's Stevens in the shotgun again, and they line up real quick. And this time he's handed it off to uh, Devin Blakely, and Blakely is all the way down to the uh, Carmel 21-yard line. Nazareth is moving the ball. It is uh, with 9.30 left in the first quarter. Nazareth will line up first and 10 to go. Actually, they're, they're spotted at the 24. He apparently stepped out a little before there. And once again, Zachary Stevens in the shotgun formation. Two wide to the right, two wide to the left, one in the backfield. Stevens barks out the signal straight back. Stevens is eye in the field. He's got a lot of time to throw. There's a flag down. Stevens is dumped off, and he'll be 
upended at about the 16-yard line. We'll have to wait and see what that flag is. That's definitely a hold. That's going to be a hold, yeah. So that's a break for Carmel to bring that one back. He had way too much time. Maybe the hold factored into that. Wow, Joe, that back was extremely wide open yeah. on the back there, huh? He, he sure was. Now, Carmel brought three there. Uh, the defensive one, John Ivan, was the one who got held there. I, I imagine Sheriff Kern that if you saw that happening on the streets, you might have to arrest him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But he only gets a 10-yard penalty instead. Bring it back. Bring it back. What's his name again? Tariq Abrams' dad down there. Let's see. Tariq Abrams' uh, dad. He's a big fan. He's down there screaming at the fans. He's such an energetic guy. So here we go. Zach Stevens in the shotgun formation, running an uh, option to the, and he's tackled right away. But there's also a flag on that play. So we got no game, but we'll have to see what that flag is. Looks like it might might have been another hold on the edge. So it was first and 24 uh, from the 38, and they're going to move it back again. They're going to be in really deep form. I like this. How about the the bookends there for Nazareth's offensive line? Yeah. Number 72, Matt Keeler, 6'7", 305 pounds. And number 67, Elijah Moshinsky, 6'6", 375 pounds. Oof. They're monstrous this out there. This game is sponsored in part by Salerno's Pizza at 206 Milwaukee Avenue in Libertyville, featuring half-price pizza for the Cubs and Bears games. Some say their old family red sauce recipe is the best in town. For more information about Salernos, can be found at GoSalernos.com. Once again, in the shotgun formation, there's a handoff, uh, and he's upended. Carmel's defense is looking really sharp right now, folks. Uh, they're going to – is he at fourth down now? They had a second down with the second, penalties. Second down. I'm penalties. sorry, second down and about 33 yards to go with the penalties. The ball's on the 49-yard line. Is that right? No, 45-yard line of Carmel. It marched all the way back. They had been in scoring position, and now they're all the way back to the Carmel 45. The second and 35. Carmel defense is looking fantastic. No score, 0-0, zero to 8-10 zero, left in the first quarter. You're listening to WSFI 88.5. And here he is back, Stevens, again in the shotgun. He's got all day to throw, way too long. And throws it, and it's hard to see if that ball was caught or not. In, Looking incomplete, for the Mark. To incomplete. The previous play, though, the previous uh, tackle, uh, you were asking if Malik Barnes was going to play tonight. And there he is on the field making a nice, a nice, uh, a nice tackle yes, in the open field. Part. Yeah, he's a good guy. He was a great player last year. Here we go uh, once again. Zachary Stevens in the shotgun formation for Nazareth. Barks out the signals. Watt rolls to the right, and he's got a quick toss. And it's a good one to Devin Blakely, who's got about, uh, he'll be down around the 35-yard line of Carmel. So they're still going to have a long way to go with uh, fourth down situation. Yeah, very likely four down territory here. Even Well, no, it looks like the punt team's coming on. I can't imagine they have a kicker who's going to kick it uh, 50 yards. I think early, in, at, at this point in the game so early, you're really trying to establish some field position, right? So this, I, I can understand this call here. So uh, what is the call? Oh, they are going to punt. punt. Okay, so it looked, they deceived me for a minute. Really give, you know, I like this from a defensive standpoint, you know, really like 
trying to put the freshman Calic Manis in a in a spot here to have to drive the whole length of the field. Right. That's what you're gonna get. Gonna be kicked too. Oh, oh, he's bobbled it, and Nazareth appears to be on the football. The punt was uh, bobbled initially Touchback. by Demond Williams Gray, and what's the call there? Looks no, like Kamo like recovered in the end zone. Touchback. Okay. You know, I have to say that's a that's fortuitous a, bounce. Yes, wow. indeed. Because even if he caught it cleanly, he would have had it at the three yard line. You can tell these guys uh, know their English. That's the fortuitous. thing. Fortuitous. Yeah. How about it, Joe May? With another uh, vocabulary word. It's word of the day, my friend. Fortuitous. Four syllables tonight. Four syllables. Wow. A- a- absolutely. Only on Fridays. That's a questionable call, though, to, to try to catch the ball there. He's inside the yeah, five yard line. Yeah, There's no reason yeah. to catch that. You get out of the way. You really right. got to let that go. Right. Fortunate that it worked out in our favor there, getting the ball in the twenty yard line here. So let's see what uh, Avon Kellick Manis can get done tonight here. Indeed. Sean Lynch is He's not only in the get backfield. Better. I mean, this this kid oh, just turned fourteen. Absolutely. The day before the first game, uh, he is a young guy and. He's just, uh, the future is so bright if we can keep this guy healthy for four years and motivated. Going empty here. Huh? So, yeah, Carmel's got three wide to the right, two to the left. And as Coach Yeager said, going empty. Here we go. And motion fakes the hand. Yep. Quarterback keeper up the middle. Yeah, that's yeah. that action off a of jet sweep there. I really like that. That's something that they can establish. Um, and, again, I like, I like the idea of running the ball, especially on first down. Here you're at a second and seven or so, right? Second and, yeah, six or seven. And here he is, Calic Manis in the shotgun. So he's making a check at Three the line wide of to the right, one to the left. Who's the lone back there, gentlemen? I think that's Mikey. Uh, I believe that's right, Mikey Mike Lucas. Lucas. Yeah. And here's Calic Manis rolling to the right, and he's under pressure. And oh, he bumped uh, out of bounds. We could have seen a flag there, huh? Yeah, he's, he's already on, out of bounds. And essentially he on a track there. Yeah, he hit him hard, too. So No flag, though. So that'll make about a third and seven situation for Carmel at uh, their own 27-yard line. No score, 0-0. Zero to zero. You're listening to WSFI 88.5, the Carmel Corsairs, and the Nazareth Roadrunners. That's a lesson learned there for, for, uh, for Ethan Kalikmanis. He's got to get rid of that rather than taking a hit. And a loss. And there's Ethan once again in the shotgun formation. Too wide to the left, too wide to the right, empty backfield. And Kelly McManus straight back, dumps off to uh, Mikey Lucas Lucas again. Mikey Lucas is a 5'8", 150-pound. They list him as a defensive back that uh, graduated Wakanda Middle School, but um, he's he's playing halfback tonight. He plays bigger than that, too, I'll tell you what. He runs hard. And he finishes every run that he has. Back, back deep is Ben Packer, the new kicker. Carmel getting ready to kick. Packer, kicker formation. He kicks it, and it's a wobbly end over end, but it won't be too bad. He's going to pick it up at a 38-yard line, and Uh-oh. he's off to the races. There he goes, 40, 30, 20, and he's got one to beat, and he's gone all the way. Nazareth touchdown. You saw that coming, didn't you? There was nobody saw that gap, and he just was gone in no time. Well, he did what a kicker turner has to do, catch the ball and go. And, you know, that's that's the unfortunate 
the unfortunate outcome of that style of a punt, that real low line drive punt, essentially out kicking your coverage really and giving them a, a clean shot at you. Clearly he's he's an athletic guy and he took that one all the way to the house. So that's six nothing Nazareth on top of Carmel with five twenty seven left in the first. And now Nazareth uh, looks like they'll be kicking for the uh, conversion. Snap is good. The hold is down. The kick is up, and it is huh? no good. Just, no, wide right. It was close, but it was wide right. So it'll be 6 nothing. Nazareth on top of Carmel Corsairs with 5.27 left in the first quarter. You're listening to WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. Well, a couple of big breaks there for the Corsairs, right? On the muff punt. Join WSFI 88.5 FM for the Healing the Whole Person Conference on October 27th and 28th at Mundelein Seminary. The conference will feature Kyle Clement, a 15-year veteran trainer of Catholic priest exorcist. Father Bob Sears will focus on healing of unwanted uh, general. For more information or to register for the conference, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org. Or call 224-206-8455. It's 224-206-8455. Here we go with, with Nazareth getting ready to kick off. I'm sorry there, Mark. I didn't mean to step on no, no, step I, the way there. I, I apologize. I hate to get to the... No, no, no. It's important to get those reads in. My, my point is a couple good breaks there, right? We get the, the touchback on the muff punt, and then we have the missed extra point. Here's where Carmel Corsairs need to really take advantage of those opportunities right now. Let's get a drive here. Here's the kick, and it's a good one. It's all the way into the end zone, and he's thought about running it out, but he decided not to. Um, receiving that kick was, uh, is that Miles Tramiel? Miles Tramiel. Yeah. yeah. The, Miles is a burner, and you know he wanted to run, but it was in the end zone and thought about it and thought decided no. You were listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Did you get for the how long was that return? Let's hear. Let's see if they can. 62 yards. Let's see if they can uh, get something here on first down to prevent having to make a long, a long play on second and third. Boy, I'd love to see a second and three or so, huh, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. Here's Kelly Manis, and I, I, I love the way this kid stands in the pocket. I'd, I'd love to see him throw too. I got to be honest with you, as a fan. Here we go, and he's uh, hands off right away, and that was. Uh, that was Mikey Lucas again. Mikey Lucas, and they were ready for it. They stopped him. Yeah, they sent the pitch straight tracks. up into the A-gap. Yeah. Met him right in the hole. You know, that's the thing, coaches. I, I think that uh, Kelly Manis may be forced to throw. You know, the, they're kind of keen on the rush. Well, Nazareth's defense, is, uh, they're really athletic, expect, especially in the secondary. So, you know, they're going to look to make picks. Right. Well, and I'd say we want them to key on the rush. That's what's going to open up the field behind yeah. them. Here's Kelly Manis once again in the shotgun. Drops back, and there's a throw. And that looked like uh, that was to Noah Thigpen. And that, I don't know if Thigpen stopped on his route or it was a little miscommunication. But um, Thigpen's a pretty sure-handed guy, so if we can get him the ball, we'll be in good shape. Sure-handed guy and a great, a great guy, too. Great, great teammate.
Let's see here. This is just what we did. So here we go, folks. Third and 14. Carmel's got the ball at their own, uh, looks to be about the 17-yard line. Kellick Manis in the shotgun formation. Kellick Manis rolls to the right, and it's a quick pass. Uh, and that is not going to get it done. Got about five maybe on the play to um, that throw was to his brother, Dino Kellick Manis. And um, it's pretty inspiring to know that these two guys are going to be around for a while. I was going to say, it's fun, to, it's fun to say that, right? Ace yeah. Medino? Yeah. Pretty cool. Exactly. So 440 left. Uh, in the first, Carmel losing to Nazareth six to nothing. Carmel getting ready to kick. They've got the ball. Uh, got our kicker back at about the six yard line of Carmel, and he rolls, he kicks, and once again it's a line drive kick. This one will not be returned, and it's going to go all the way down to about the 40 yard line. Nazareth will have the ball at about the 40, 41 yard line, their own 41 yard line. With 4:27 left in the first. Very similar to the last punt, except you know what? It didn't have enough, as much giddy up as the last punt. So the the coverage was about it was able to get down there. Yeah, they did a nice job covering that one. But man, I can just tell you, there's not a lot of plays in the playbook for third and seventeen. You know, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough run tonight if that's what they keep doing to themselves. So here we go, Nazareth with the ball once again at their own 41 shotgun formation. Handoff uh, around oh, the left a... side. He'll get about seven or eight yards. That was Zachary Stevens, the Nazareth quarterback, handing off to Devin Blakely. Yeah, it looked like a hold there on the edge. Uh, the hold of Jimmy Harvey, number 56 for the Corsairs, uh, who who certainly tried to, to get the ref's attention. You know, rather than do that, probably the best thing to do is try to rip away from that hold and try to make the, the play. Yeah, there was no miss in that hold. But that was a counter off a little jet sweep action there. Carmel's been seeing a steady dose of that over the last couple of weeks, huh? They have. Once again, Nazareth in the shotgun formation. Stevens back there barking out the signal. He's got straight back, and here's a quick throw, and a beautiful throw, and a great catch, but he was upended right away by Zaire Barnes, and that was a, a major league hit. Yeah, nice. As soon hit. as the ball got there, Barnes popped him hard. And it was uh, incredibly hung on, huh? Yeah, probably a couple of weeks of frustration. Yeah. As Zaire uh, yeah. hasn't played for the last two weeks, he, he really gave him a wallop there. Yeah. Sure looked like it. So that'll make for a second and 13. Once again, Nazareth in the shotgun formation. Stevens, hands off. Mm. Uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. yeah, Statue of Liberty played at Devin Blakely. Good. He didn't fake it too well, though, did he? Uh, he didn't. The Carmel defensive line was was not buying any of that. Yeah. That'll set up a third and 11 situation for Nazareth. They have the ball at their own 40-yard line, third and 11. Of course, there's actually ran a, uh, a, a stunt on that. It was a, It's called a twist. So they brought four guys instead of three and filled all the gaps there. Here's Stevens in the shotgun once again, three wide to the right, one to the left. And Stevens looks right side, quick throw. And it's a good catch and run. This is uh, going to be a first down. Hit Devin Blakely, and he's out across midfield to about the 49-yard line. They'll be at the Carmel 49 with a first and 10 situation. So that's a quick screen or a bubble pass. The the bandit or the cornerback for the Corsairs has to come up on that right away and refuse anything outside. But he's got to, he's got to re, be really physical on the block that's trying to keep him away from the ball carrier. 
Here's Stevens, shotgun formation once again. They appear to run everything out of the shotgun. Nazareth players are clapping. Yeah, there's a flag on the field. We don't know what that is. Joe, it looks to me like the edge is is vulnerable right now for the Corsairs. It, a couple different times we've seen backs leak out from the backfield, and there's just been nothing but green turf out there. Uh, Nazareth has taken advantage of it one time, but, boy, they could have taken advantage of it at least two other times. Are you seeing that? What, what, yeah, what do yeah, the Corsairs but, have to do there? Well, what? What Nazareth like is trying to do. Neutral gentleman, is that what it was? I'm guessing someone might not have their mouth guard in. Something like that. That's that's, that's a 15 yarder. 15, yeah. yeah, you're right. So they're going to march it all the way down to the Carmel 34 yard line where they'll be first to 10 situation. I'll get with you after this play, Nick. Yeah. Nazareth lines it up. Shotgun formation once again. Stevens back there. He's got two in the backfield, one right wide to each side. And he hands off uh, around the left side. Carmel's all over it. Nice job there. He got nowhere on that play. It's great to have six guys in on the tackle. So, so Nick, what they're doing is when they swing that back out, they're trying to open up the Corsair's defense uh, laterally. And the, the bandit is actually dropping back in coverage. And, and he, he needs not, or no one really needs to break on that swing back until he catches the ball and crosses the line of scrimmage. But as soon as you see the ball in the air, attack it. Okay. All right. Steven's up under quarterback under center and uh, hand off, and that's to Devin Blakely right up the gut, huh? Yeah, a couple of lead blockers there on that one, huh, Joe? Trying to bull him right up front. And like you know about what? Six yards, probably. Looks like a third and eight. Manageable down in distance. Once again, now he's he's under center on every play. Apparently, third and eight, and the handoff again, and left off left tackle, and once again, it looked like Devin Blakely, and he'll be close to a first down, but not quite. That's a, another lead play where the the offensive tackle for Nazareth is trying to seal down the defensive end and or the linebacker. They did a decent job of it, but the the second level, of course, here defense came up and made the play. So they're going to go for it here on fourth and about one, huh? Here we go. Stevens. He's got it. Oh, quarterback kept it. Yep, and he's going to make it. It'll be a touchdown. Nazareth forced out, but I think he got across the uh, goal post there. So it's with 59 seconds left in the first quarter, Nazareth has gone up 12 nothing. That's actually a nice little play. We, we used to run that. Um, it's a counter off the, the inside inside veer. The, the eye back or the, the running back went to the right side. Quarterback put the ball in his belly and then turned around and went back the opposite direction to the left side. So is that like an option, Nick? Well, it's a counter off of the option. Nazareth to try the extra point. Snap is good and the kick is good right through the uprights. It'll be 13 nothing. Nazareth with 59 seconds left in the first quarter. You are listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, the game of the week, and Carmel is down 13-0 to the Nazareth Roadrunners. 
At Catholic Financial Life, our members are offered scholarship benefits from grade school through college. To learn more about eligibility for these or the many other value-added benefits, call Matt Tomlinson at 847-548-6288. That's Matt Tomlinson at 847-548-6288. Gentlemen, may I also tell you, don't miss WSFI's fall share next Tuesday through Thursday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Some of our most beloved priests and community leaders will be sharing with you their personal stories and asking you to call in your pledge to keep our local Catholic radio on the air. Join Father John Terzan, St. Gilbert's Father Gerald O'Reilly, Santa Maria Del Popolo, Father Anthony Rice, St. Peter's Bolo, Father Mike McGovern, St. Raphael's, Father Mike Rezek, St. Mary's in Lake Forest, Father Greg Hauck from St. Paul the Apostle, Father Michael Sparrow of the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House, not to mention Father Jaminicki, Spiritual Advisor Emeritus from WSFI. If you are from across the border, duly appointed Bishop Jim Shurman, Father Bill Hayward, Father Russ Arnett, Father Bob McDermott will be on the air calling your support at 224-206-8455 and tune in to WSFI Radio 88.5 FM or WSFIRadio.org. Nazareth is kicked off. It's through the end zone, and uh, Carmel will start first and 10 at their own 20. They're Actually, they're spotting it at the seven-yard line. What's going on here, gentlemen? I don't know what I. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could help you out here. It has yeah. me pretty confused. Yeah, I don't know what's going. It on. It looks like the offense is coming out. Yeah. But is it the defense? Is it a special team? Are they going to have to kick it again? I, I don't. We don't see a flag, and we don't know what happened. We apologize. We. Uh... Well, that's a 15-yard walk-off. Okay. So he's going to kick it again, and this time. He's going to kick it from the Carmel 45-yard line. But the, the kick that he just hit went through the end zone, right? So what's he going to yeah. try to do, squib it? He's probably going to kick it through the uprights. Oh. I don't, through I don't the uprights? He, he could just squib it and hope to uh, manage mean, an offside kick. to re-kick, right, is, is that you're going to try to get it inside the 20. So you're not going to try to pound this kick. I just don't understand. I didn't see a flag on the field. Right. Here's the kick, and he did pound it. It's through the uprights, like you said, and out the end zone. What's the point of that? I don't no idea. So, Carmel will start with 59 seconds left at their, uh, at their 20. Well, I couldn't make out what the penalty was there. We, we did not see a flag on the field. But something like that would mean maybe too many men on the field for the Corsairs. But that, you know, that can be a problem. You know, you practice special teams. That's the the first thing you practice every practice, and you make sure, you got to make sure you have the numbers. Yeah. Well, I can see the Corsairs get get outside to thirty here. They haven't done that yeah. yet. There's Kellick Mattis, and a handoff. Uh, Bad snap. Yeah. He tried to hand off. It looked like, and the, there was a fumble with the staff and the. Uh, Nazareth defense was right on top of Kellick Manis right away. He went down with the ball, trying to protect it from a, from a fumble. 
Got a flag down there. I'm trying to decipher if that was a... Personal foul face mask. Yeah, if that was an option play that um, the, the Roadrunners just got to Cali Comanis before he could actually make the make the read, and, and rather than trying to force something, just, just kept it himself and took the loss. Because the running back was running free right at the middle of the field there. Well, a number of times the, the Roadrunner middle linebacker has looked to time the snap and blitz right up the yeah. gut. He sure has. Here we go. We're outside the 30. That's a right. good start. Right. First and 10 at the 31, and Kelly McManus in the shotgun. Kelly McManus looking left, and he's quick flare out, and that's looks like it's to his brother, isn't it, Dino? Yeah, yeah it is. For about seven yards, so it'll make a second and three situation. Tino's a pretty sure-handed guy, isn't he? He sure is. <laughs> These guys are impressive. Growing up together, I'm sure they've played quite a bit of catch, yeah, huh? Yeah. And here he is, Calic Manis, once again in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left, one in the backfield. I think Calic Manis drew him off there. That's a great play, though, on first down, right? It's a super easy completion. It's a stay pass. And uh, Dino Calic Manis doing a nice job using the block on the edge to gain get some yards after the catch. And now you're looking at a, a second and three. It's a nice hard count by Calic Manis getting the first down. We're moving, folks. Here we go. Calic Manis shotgun formation. Kill. Right guard for the Corsairs moved. Oh. Right, so who's that? We'll leave it at right guard. <laughs> right guard. We're, we're, we're not gonna, we don't want to upset the London yeah, family. Exactly. We're not. <laughs> but that's a tough break there. You know, you get a nice play on first down. You get a penalty to get an automatic first down, and now you're looking at you know first and first and fifteen here. Here we are, Kelly Manis. Shotgun, drop straight back, quick Swing throw, pass to and Mikey once Lucas. again to Mikey Lupus, and he got probably 10 yards on that play. So that'll set up a second and five. So there you go. So so you get a, a, a penalty to get your first first down. You get a nice first down play to get second and third. A nice hard count, automatic first down. You take a penalty, and now you're first and 15. But the play on first down there gets you a gain of 10. That's, that, so the penalties are, are troublesome. We can't afford to do that. Right. Well, that's the end of the first quarter. 13 uh, nothing, Corsair deficit here. Uh, the important thing is for the offense to put some points on the board and then when the uh, ball switches over to the Corsair defense to get a stop, get the ball back in the, cor- the Cors- cor- Corsair offense's hands. I like that play call there, um, getting Mikey Lucas on the edge with a nice little swing pass. It's almost like a like a pitch, you know, uh, which is essentially a run play. And I like, I really like him in space. He he plays low to the ground and he runs hard. That also keeps the Nazareth def- defense honest. Yep, absolutely. You know, they they just can't bring their five or six guys and hope to cover the outside. Offsides again. Doing another nice job using their counts. Now I say that that's something that they really practice. You know, that's not just a that's not just an accident or a, or a coincidence here. All of a sudden, you're getting some hard counts. They will actually practice that during the week. 
Hey, can one of those guys throw one of those shirts up here all the way, you think? How about it? I could really, can I show them my, yeah, my shirt? Yeah, absolutely. We got our hands out the window, folks. We're trying to get uh, Coach Jager in the caramel shirt. Oh. We're throwing some nice yellow ones. Arms must be tight. I'm really liking the white stuff, though, that they've got now with the... Here we go, Kellick Manis, shotgun pitch, quick go. to Lucas again, and an option. Right. And Lucas there is going out of bounds at the 47-yard line. We're going to call a uh, late hit on that. Yeah. Yeah. Person to follow number nine, Austin Reefer stick. So that'll uh, give Carmel a first down, move it down a little further. I'll tell you guys, I, I'm loving this drive. All right. Here's you got Mikey Lucas touching the ball again on a pitch that was an option play to the boundary. And like, like I said, he finishes his runs like maybe no other back that I've seen in a while. And, and without that kind of an effort, you don't get that penalty there. It's a great job. Nice read by Calic Manis, a nice hard run by Lucas. Let's finish this drive here. Let's so go. Carmel will have the ball first and 10 at uh, the Nazareth 33-yard line. And here we go. Carmel ready. Kellick Manis once again, shotgun formation. Two to the right, two to the left. He, oh, get rid of the buddy. pressure right away. What yeah. a beautiful throw and catch. Oh, touchdown. Wow. Man, it was awesome. So he was under a lot of pressure. He was able to evade it, get the ball off, and just throw a perfect strike to a wide open Mikey Lucas. Great drive for Mikey Lucas there, huh? That's a times. Great job, Corsairs, on that play. You know, they give Nazareth a little bit of their own medicine, pump to one side and then throw back the other side, and Mikey Lucas was wide open. He still is. <laughs> what, what, a, what a great job of Kelly Mattis by not getting yeah. grabbed in the backfield and evading that tackle. Yeah, that's really impressive there, showing a lot of poise, right, in the face of adversity there. Um, rolling to his right with a guy crashing down on him, turning his back to him, and completing a strike. Yeah, right point to is good. 13-7. Great job. Coach Yeager, he's he's an impressive freshman, huh? He really is. I, you know, before the season started, I heard a lot of talk about, oh, they got a freshman quarterback, and they're going to spread the field. They're going to throw the ball over the place. And, and naturally, I was kind of like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. It's such a huge jump, right, from, yeah. from eighth grade football to, to high school period. But to, to make it all the way to the varsity level, um, I was really interested to see, really more than anything, his boys. Yeah, boy, I, I had heard about this kid from uh, from my boys and went to Carmel, and uh, I saw Coach Biddle long before the season started at a uh, funeral of a young man from Vernon Hills, Dylan Klein, just a great boy that died in his sleep. And um, I said, you going to start a freshman quarterback? And he said, if the season starts today, I will. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly he held on in terms of confidence. Well, and I can see why. Uh, Ethan is clearly talented, but like I said, it, without having poise at this level, without you know having the courage and the moxie, there you go, Joe, the moxie to hang in there, especially under the pressure you're going to get in the ESCC, you got nothing. And he's doing a really nice job of that this year so far. Ben Packer getting ready to kick off. Nazareth will field it at about their own 15-yard line, and let's get this guy. He's to the 20, and he's 25, 32. Broke a couple tackles, and uh, probably had a chance to get him a little before that, didn't we? 
Yeah, they, they, they froze him there for a second. He bounced it out a little bit, got an extra five yards there. Uh, the kick was only to about the 20-yard line, and I don't know what the plan is as far as do they want to kick it short, do they want to kick it to a, a, a corner, kick it to a spot. But I think Ben Packer has enough leg to put it in the end zone. So Nazareth will have the ball first and 10 at their own 34-yard line. Stevens under center, and he's dropped back. He's hands the ball off, and it's a hard running uh, off the right tackle for a few yards. That's Zaire Barnes coming from the backfield. Uh, uh, Norton helping out on that one. Zaire is looking to, to ring some bells tonight. He sure is, isn't he? I'm loving it. Here we go, Nazareth second and three, and uh, Stevens is back to throw, and oh. was under pressure and got it off. Nice throw, very, very nice throw. Yeah, and there was to Diamond off. Evans for a first down. Was that Halverson there? That, that was, was Halverson uh, underneath. Now, what, what the corners need to do, they need to read the outside guy in the offensive line to determine is it pass or is it run, and he kind of got frozen there. So Nazareth will have the ball at the Carmel 48-yard line, first and 10. Stevens under center, and he hands off right up the middle, and oh. that's a couple missed tackles, and yeah. he's all the way down to the uh, Carmel 37-yard line, it looks like, and that's where Nazareth will have it first and 10. They're on the move. We are not tackling well right now. Yeah, that's a first down play. That could have been a gain of one maybe there. Stevens once again under center. Pitch uh, left side. Carmel's on, on it, and they, this time they go. get it behind the line. That was to Dylan Smith, the running back for Nazareth, and Carmel read that one well. That was a nice play by Zaire Barnes up there. You know, he plays in the middle of the defense and has to play all over the field. He slowed down the back, and then Jake Serwin finishing him off. So here we go with Nazareth at uh, the Carmel 39-yard line. Stevens under center, and he's going to hand off uh, nowhere. Carmel once again all over that. So that'll make a third 10 situation. Well, so double stick, they got him for a loss there. Almost a certain passing play here. Now, what's a defense thinking here, Joe? Offense just scores on a nice drive. You got got the the opposing offense on double sticks on third down. About 9:45 left in the game. What are you looking to do here? Well, defenses they're thinking down and distance here, so they'll allow a pass anywhere just to, just inside the 30. Uh, we got a timeout here. Yeah, timeout, Naz. Yeah, de- defensively, they'll give a little bit, but they just don't want to give up a first down here, especially with third down. Uh, very likely from the sideline, they're yelling, watch the draw, watch the screen, because as Mark just said, you know, it looks like a passing situation, and defensively, you want to guard against the that delay play. Lots of fluids being delivered in this timeout. Oh, yeah. I would like to take the opportunity to, to thank our listeners tonight. I know, I know of uh, at least one family out there that's listening tonight, uh, the Vortherms. Just a, a, a great, great, great family. And, and two boys, uh, Nick and Sam, a couple future Corsairs. So thanks for tuning in out there. Shameless plug. 
No, I like it. That's like with Harry Curie. I mean, that's how key to the longevity, right? Recognize people that are supporting. So here we go. Uh, Nazareth in the, in the shotgun formation. Two wide to the right, one, two to the left, one in the backfield. Pass. Stevens rolls to the right side, and he's looking to throw. He's got a beautiful throw, and just not able to come down with it. Um, what about real Run though, and that was uh, uh, Henry Panic that uh, turned around. The ball was there, but just couldn't bring it in. That was a great job by Jake Serwin. He had to cover a, a back downfield, and uh, just short of the safeties coming up to help that. Yeah, Serwin has been a lot of fun to watch over the last few weeks. Huh? He he really does a nice job out there at defense. So it looks like they're going to go for it. Wow. Uh, fourth and uh, 11. Stevens in the shotgun. He's back and he's looking. He's got a lot of time, a lot of time. And here's a throw. Incomplete. Uh, a hard catch to make. The uh, receiver was was first down uh, territory, and he uh, throws just a little bit high. I tell you what, as an offensive player, I take offense to that. You know what I mean? You got you got a team. With the ball down here, uh, and they're going to go for it on fourth and what was that, 10 or so? Yeah. And they could have punted you in the hole, basically challenging you to make something happen. So let's see what the Corsairs can do. Yeah. Nine seventeen left in the half, and you're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Like Here's Lucas. a handoff to... Uh, Mikey Lucas. Lucas Mikey again. Lucas. For Getting after it. A couple yards. I know it's not a huge gain. A gain of three, but still, that's it's important to establish the fact that you're going to run the ball. It really forces the Nazareth defense to, to, to come up tight, you know, and, and defend that, which is really going to open up passing lanes for Kelly Manis down the field throughout the night. They have to keep doing that. Well, I, I was impressed by that last drive. I think Kelly Manis and Carmel's offense is going to score a lot of points. Here we go. Kelly McManus shotgun, three to the left, one to the right, one in the backfield. Kelly McManus. They're bringing guys. Quick swing pass. and uh, There you go. Cut, and he breaks the tackle. He's down all the way to the 35-yard line of Nazareth. And that was uh, Damone Williams-Gray there. Great, great job on his part. We're talking about uh, yards yeah, after Damone catch. Gray, yeah, exactly. Damone Williams-Gray. And that was a... It wasn't just a great run, and he broke that tackle, but it was a tough catch to make even. Yeah, great. Just great a beautiful catch. play. He was a little bit behind him. He was off balance, reined it in, and then uh, made a guy miss and, and finished the play. Great job. So here we go with Kelly Canis. Shotgun. And there's a flag on the field, and we'll see what that's all about. Got some celebrating going it's on like the, the defender, side. Defender lined up in the neutral zone. So Nazareth was offside. Five-yard penalty there. That'll set up a first and five situation for Carmel. Kelly Manis will have the ball there in his uh, in Nazareth 30-yard line. Look at how this cornerback like, is. Uh, 
Go ahead, Coach. I was just going to say, Joe, look at how this cornerback is playing the, the receiver here to the boundary. He's pressing Chenille That's Green. That's got fade written all over. Chilling there it is. He lofts it. Oh, he's got to see a flag there, don't we? you got to be kidding me. You know, the, the ball was underthrown. Chenille Green has to come back so for that ball the and ball make them call it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the play call, though, right? you got to match up one-on-one -on -one out there. Nothing but Green behind the cornerback who's right up in his face. Get behind him. That ball could be thrown a little closer to the sideline. Um, but, boy, that's a great call. Yeah, and So Green ran a nice route. He was way behind the oh, guy, yeah. and, and the ball was in the area. The defender had his back to the ball and popped Green while the ball was in the air, and I guess they decided it wasn't a catchable ball. That's not that's not a call, though, at the high school level. If, if he hits him, he hits him. It's pass interference. Well, help me understand it then, Coach. Well, I'm just saying that, yeah. you know, in the NFL, they might deem it uncatchable, therefore there's no foul. But at the high school level... If you touch the receiver while right. the ball's in the air, right. that's pass interference. Yeah. That's 15 yards, yeah. period. Did you see it differently, though? I mean, should that have been a flag? No, no, no. I saw it the way you yeah. saw it. I, yeah. I thought that was an opportunity to get a penalty. But I love the play call. Hopefully they come back to that at some point in the game here. Yeah, they're, they're doing man-to-man -man on uh, if Chenille Green is the single receiver on one side. Otherwise, they're zoning up. Carmel has the ball. Oh, they're they're man. At the Nazareth 36-yard line, Kellick Manis shotgun. Oh, boy. Kellick Manis with a quick swing to, uh, once again, Mikey uh, Lucas. And uh, you only got a couple yards on that. Now, on the top of the field there, Nick, Chenille Green who is 6'2", uh, is up against a 5'6", a, a cornerback. So that, that might be a good time to just throw a jump ball. Yeah, Chenille right. Green is a fast uh, he's a fast receiver. Yeah, I like what they did. They actually sent trips into the boundary there and isolated Green up on top against that guy. I'd like to see them come back to that, too. Throw the fade to him with the field. Here they so are here pressing we go. again. Kelly Manis and shotgun. Big third and nine situation. Oh, no. Bad snap. Kelly oh, Manis no. has to fall on it. All the way back to the uh, Nazareth 49-yard line, and that takes them out of uh, that's a tough break. Out of uh, you know position where they'd be able to go for it at all. Wow, that's a bummer. Yeah, we were out, we were moving. We yeah, looked we good, and uh, that snap that snap hurt. Yeah, two, the, the positive thing, though, right, you come off the sideline there, the positive thing you have to really stress is that you have two really nice drives in a row. They right. didn't stop us there. Right. We get know? a chance to pin them, pin them back this time, huh? Yeah. Let's see if we can get some lift on this punt and cover it. This yeah. ball is likely, likely going to go out of bounds. Uh, Looks like he got a good one. That's actually a nice job. 16, he picks it up at the 14. Got to break down broke, the coverage. Broken tackle, another broken uh -oh. tackle. He's out past the 50-yard line. Just that's unbelievable. Got one to beat, and that's the punter, and he's not going to get him. And uh, all the way, that's two run back tonight, and that is just killing us. There's a flag on the field. Flag on the field. All the way back at the 44-yard 40, line or so, huh? So there's one at the 44, and there's one at the 17. Oh, so yeah. Probably a clip. I don't see any celebrating going on on either side just yet. Well, Coach, you said that they were probably going to kick it out of bounds, and maybe they should have. Well, you know, since they're punting from essentially the 50-yard line, if you kick a 35-yard punt out of bounds, you, you bring them down to their own yeah, 15. And he, this kid's already run one back, and he's, he's got some wheels. He's a lightning. 
Yeah. I believe it was, it was Mikey Lucas on the coverage there, if I'm not mistaken. He was right there when the the returner caught the ball. You just need to break down there, wait for a little bit of help. You can go after him if you can get him as soon as he catches the ball. Uh, but he was about five yards away but kept going full speed, and it's easily faked. So this is a beautiful situation. What a break for Carmel. They, they, uh, Carmel has a chance to, to punt again. Uh, on the penalties, and here's the punt, and this one is, oh, no. And so he punts a line drive right into the back of uh, one of the Carmel uh, guards on on the special teams, and so Nazareth will have great field position once again at uh, approximately the uh, 43-yard line of uh, their own 43-yard line. First and 10, they'll have it there with 5.49 left in the half. We are looking at a 13-7 ball game. Nazareth Roadrunners leading the Carmel Corsairs. That's a that's an interesting style of punt that that uh, uh, that that Packer uses there. Basically, kicking it on the run, which is essentially like hitting a moving target. That's, right. That's not an easy thing to do. That one backfired on us. Right. Here's Stevens for Nazareth. The handoff right away. He's all around left tackle all the way. Looks like about a first down. Hand off to Dylan Smith on that play. Ben Halverson on the tackle there. Okay, that's that's a play that goes to the edge. And once again, the cornerbacks do this have to come pass. up and deny anything outside. As soon as there's a chance, I'm going to do this. All right, Stevens under center. And a handoff, and that'll be a first down for Nazareth. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio invites you to their sixth annual fall benefit and fundraiser on Friday, November 3rd at Mundelein Seminary. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. and the event will feature a live and silent auction so you can get your Christmas shopping done early while helping to keep local Catholic Radio on the air. The keynote speaker is Milwaukee Archbishop Jerome Lasecki. To make reservations, call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit wsfiradio.org and click on events. That's wsfiradio.org. Then click on events. Coach, uh, that last play, Coach May. Uh, they're just going right after the Corsair defense, a little smash-mouth football, and it, it has been effective. You know, when they try the little rinky-dinky delays and – and uh, cross bucks that hasn't been as successful is just going right up the gut. So here's Stevens under center, second and eighth situation for Nazareth. He hands off, uh, off right tackle, several Uh-oh. missed tackles, and he's going to make it all the way down to about the Carmel 17-yard line. That was uh, a very impressive run. Was that another cross buck there, Coach? It was a cross buck. The old cross buck. <laughs> we need a definition okay. on the old Take the cross one guy, give the give it to the next guy, and yeah, Devin watch Blake, him go. He's a powerful runner. It was a powerful run. Breaking tackles all the way along the way. Here's Stevens once again under center. First and ten for Nazareth, and that's Devin Blakely again. This time they wrap him up right at the line. Yeah, they're going to be content with just running the ball and taking cl- taking clock off the board here, right, Joe? No reason why they wouldn't. That's uh, Isaiah Lee on the, uh, uh, pardon me, that's Brandon Anderson on the tackle. 
made contact and prevented any extra yardage. Yeah, it was a great Didn't time. let him fall forward. It's a big stop for the Corsairs here. Last thing they want to do is let up a score going into half. Off left tackle, Stevens hands the ball off to uh, Alex Carrillo, and he only gets a couple on the play. So that'll set up about a third and nine, Coach. Third, eight, third and long, seven, something like that. Nonetheless, a big down. This is a situation, you know, when you're in the red zone, uh, the defense might want to pin their ears back and come get them. Yeah, I would expect Bring a guy or two. I would expect Stevens this is four down territory too, huh? Under center and Stevens uh, looks like he's going to fake the handoff. He rolls to the right side. He's under pressure. Here's the throw, and it's all oh, beautiful play, batted down by uh, Adrian Dawkins. Adrian Andrew Dawkins, Dawkins. Yeah. a really Dawkins. nice play. Uh, you had to think that that ball had a good chance of being caught if Dawkins didn't swat that away. So. Really a, a great play as he leaped up with his left arm and, and swatted it away. Sure was. I think that was Barnes on the coverage behind him, too. So even if that ball does get to the receiver, looks like Barnes is in a good spot to knock it down himself. So with fourth and eight from uh, the Carmel 17, Nazareth is going to go for a field goal. And here's the snap. It's down. The kick is up. And it is good. And that will put uh, Nazareth up. 16 to 7. We were lucky to get out of there, only giving up three, though. With 3.04 left in the half, Nazareth Roadrunners 16, Carmel Corsairs 7. Yeah, that's a tough break after the, after the bad snap, right? Mm-hmm. They had a, the second consecutive, really nice looking drive there, um, but suffered the bad snap, which ended up turning into three, three points there. Had to tip your hat to the Carmel defense, though, holding them to the, to the field goal. Uh, with three minutes left, of course, they still have an opportunity. Let's see if they can get a nice return here, get some field position to start. Coach, I, I think that we're explosive enough that I, I I like our chances of trying to get some points before, at trying to get some points before we go into the half. Oh, absolutely. Three minutes is plenty of time here. No need to rush. And we've moved the ball very well. Yep. I mean, the, these drives, drives have fizzled out on the, either a bad snap or a penalty, but yeah. we have moved the ball well all night. The last two drives... Uh, Nazareth has not stopped us. It has been our own undoing that's that's been the issue. But again here, three minutes to go. You can still run the ball. You can still maintain your balance. Um, and then give Calic Manis opportunities to, to throw the ball in space. Plenty of time to finish off the, the half here with a score. We got Miles Tramill and the other one back there, Coach, is uh, number three. He's going to grab it. It, right at about the goal line. Oh, that's Tramil that get, got it at the goal line. He's out to about the 21-yard line. Tramil gets out there pretty quick. Yeah, and that was Nick Fisher back there as his partner. Um, doing a nice job lead, lead blocking for him. That would be a return right for the Corsairs, which is typically, typically the, the side they will go. They'll vary it slightly, but... Uh, little 20-yard return there. That's great. All right, return. Ethan Kill, Manis, uh in the shotgun formation, three wide to the left, one to the right, empty backfield. Boy, still pressing up here with all that field behind Kellick him. Kellick Manis looking to throw a swing pass right away. 
Uh, out of bounds here. That's, once again, the number 11 uh, for Carmel. Um, yeah, that's Damone Williams-Gray. Yeah, Damone Williams-Gray, and he's... He's a that, big wide receiver, isn't he? Yeah, he does a nice job. That was that was the same player that he had a big play on earlier in the, in the previous drive. Really nice block on the edge, too. Kellick Manish, shotgun formation, second and three. Interesting. The looks linebackers like looking are looking to the sidelines. Is he having a? Yeah, it looks like he's calling long, an audible. A long here. count. Yeah. And here we go. Kellick Manish option play. Quick pitch. Mikey Lewis, Lucas, and um, not much on that play, maybe a couple. What Nazareth is doing defensively is, is interesting. They're lining three or four guys down, their hand on the ground, and they've got three linebackers stacked one on top of the other, one right in front or behind the other, and they're picking their holes. There's Kellick Manis. Players are getting, is that Coach Ben Berg, is it? That's. Communicating with Kellick Manis. Ryan Healy. Ryan Healy. And here's uh, Kellick Manis, a quick handoff to Mikey Lucas, and he's, once again, not a lot there. So that was, that's going to set up a fourth down. Oh, this is tough. Well, is it, that's a favorable mark there. That's good. Favorable spot. They're probably going to measure this one. I think he might have it, guys. They're going to give him a first down, yeah. Okay. Wow. Again, another tough run. Yeah. Mikey Lucas finishing that run there. Right. Falling forward. You bet. Although he was facing backwards. Here's Kalik <laughs> Manis. He's back. Uh -oh. He's looking right over the center of the field. And the nice Hold on to the football. No. Oh, geez. That's going to be Nazareth football. Oh, bummer. So uh, it was a nice throw and a nice catch by Damone Williams Gray, but he got spun around on the tackle and he dropped the ball. And Nazareth was all over it. So Nazareth will take over with 2.25 left in the half at the Carmel 41-yard line. Yeah, what happened there, Coach? That was a great strip by the, by the defender. I, I didn't quite get the number on that. But uh, he did the old Charles Tillman, you know, I'm going to grab the football and rip it away from you. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, go for the football instead of the tackle. Say a great job by Calic Manis hanging in the pocket with pressure on him. Put, it, put the ball right on the money. Right. Here's Stevens in the shotgun formation. They're looking to add to it. The handoff, uh, left side, and he's all, all around the left side. He's all the way out to the 31-yard line. That's Devin Blakely, who's just a big, strong, quick runner, and he's tough. Yeah, nice tackle in the open field there by number 81, Sean Graham. Uh, bringing him down, really saving a touchdown, honestly. They spotted at the 30, so they'll have the ball first and 10. At the Carmel 30, Stevens in the shotgun formation and uh, got two in the backfield. He looks to throw to the Pick right that. side. And right away, Carmel was there. Um, very nice play. Adrian Dawkins on the play. Yeah, nice break. Yeah. Well, that's what they're taught. Is it, it, if it's a bubble pass or a, a stay pass, get there. If you're on the edge, get there. So Carmel's defense has played well. They've been put in some tough situations, and they're, yeah. they're hanging in there. Yeah, they have been. So here we go. Stevens, once again, shotgun formation, trying to add to it. Of course, there's a one-player shot hand here. off, uh, and he's right up the middle, and he's going to go all the way down to the eight-yard line. And once again, that was Devin Blakely. And uh, this hole looked pretty big, didn't it? Well, you know, it should be. They only had two down linemen, and they were one-player shy on that play. Oh, 
So three came out and two went in. Not good math in football. Yeah, so here's Stevens once again, shotgun. Flip backfield, and he's fakes the handoff to Blakely, yeah, keeps like it, he goes there. around the left side. He's in the end zone, and that, that may be a touchdown, but there is a flag down. There's going to be a hold on the edge. Which should move it back to the close to the original line of scrimmage. That's a big break there. I think he actually broke the plane and got in on that. I suppose probably he wouldn't have done, wouldn't have been able to do that without the penalty. Without, without the hold. Yeah, the 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 Corsair edge, it's 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 getting collapsed, and and that that can't happen. So the the cornerback or or anyone, especially the the deeper backs, they can't get sucked inside because that just makes it easy for them to bounce it outside and get lots of yards, which is what happened there. Boy, if I had a nickel for every time I heard you yell, keep your outside arm free, I'd be a rich man. Go with Stevens in the shotgun formation, third and one. Nazareth the back and the throw, and it's up in the air. Carmel picked it off. Carmel with uh, just a great interception. Um, Beautiful interception on a good trip, tip drill, if you will. Yeah, Sean Uh, Graham. Sean Graham, beautiful play, Sean. Great, so, two, two great players. The defense on that came play. up again, keeping us in this ball game. Absolutely. Okay, offensive guru, Coach Yeager. <laughs> uh, I know in the past, with the option, just try to run the ball down there, throw it, what you can. What do we need to do here? Well, I think, first of all, I want to tip my hat to Sean Graham. Two, two really big plays on that drive a touchdown saving tackle, and then obviously the interception there uh, to keep him out of the end zone. I, I think you have to be able to run the ball here, guys. I. You know, you, you're deep, you're inside your own five. We got Kelly Manis' uh, shotgun formation, and he's uh, got Mikey Lucas in the backfield, uh, two wide to the right and two wide to the left. Kelly Manis hands to Lucas, and he's going to get a couple yards, and that's about it. Once expect, again, run expect a roadrunner timeout here. I like that. So you give yourself a little, a little room to breathe. You establish the fact you're not afraid to run the ball still. Um, and then, you know, the other thing, well, we got a man down here. Who Can we see a number there? It's hard to see at this point. Um, Certainly don't want to speculate. You know, gentlemen, one thing we didn't do before we went on air was, was say a prayer, but let's. why don't we do that and take that moment right now. Would, would either of you like to lead us? Go ahead, Joe. Thanks, I'll lead it. Okay, you go, Joe, please. Uh, ab- absolutely. You know, we... We give thanks to the Lord for the opportunity to come out here and enjoy and, and watch the, the fruits of these, these kids' labors. And and we get to see the fans enjoy watching their kids and their classmates. Uh, we especially thank the Lord for the opportunity to, to be out here on such a beautiful night with, with beautiful people. Uh, and we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. And I'm just going to add a quick aspiration just for that fellow down there and for the safety of all these players on both sides tonight. Thank you, Coach May. You bet. Coach May and and Coach Yeager, thank you both for your sacrifices in in Catholic education. It's, It's my pleasure. All right, he's he's getting off the field. That's uh, 
Yep. Is that Brandon Evans there, number 60? Brandon Evans, yeah. Brandon Evans. So he's being helped off, Coach. Uh, that doesn't look good, does it? It's, I mean, he's, he's he, obviously he's upright, and we don't have to worry about anything in terms of spine or anything, but that doesn't look good on his leg, huh, that he needs to be helped off. Yeah, I usually love to, to see them leave on their own power, get off the field on their own power. Yeah. He's been going both ways a little bit. In fact, most, most of the Carmel linemen, have, have played both ways. That's a tough task, especially when you look at the size of both the offensive and defensive lines of Nazareth, and they don't have a lot of guys bo- going both ways. So, Right. So here's Kellick Manis. And he's uh, incomplete pass on that one. Well, the, the, the Carmel contingent in the stands looking for a hold on that play. We got third down and, and seven to go. Yeah, 104 left in the half. We'll see if we throw the ball here. It looks like you're thinking about it. Yeah, no, they're not going to hand off to Mikey Lucas, and he's, they're ready for it and stopped right away. Got a minute left still, and uh, I think Nazareth is anxious to get the ball back. I really don't understand that play. I think you have, to, you have to throw it. You have to get a first down there. Yeah. Now you're going to be punting Especially out of Especially our offense is geared towards that now. We're, we're a different ball club than historically. Well, they're, they're lining up six guys. Carmel is... I don't think we've had a carry over seven yards, and and certainly when you have your backs to the wall like that, yeah, you know they're going to send guys. And well, they miss you, they miss Zaire and uh, Sean. Yeah, you, your best bet there is, you know what? They're going to they're going to stop the clock after you run the ball anyway. They had that timeout right. in their pocket. Right. I think the spot to to throw the ball there is when they go trips. The receiver in the middle of that trips actually has a lot of space, and they've proven that they can throw a, a quick screen pass to that guy. You know, and um, agreed. Calic Mass does a really nice job putting the ball in the money there. That's really a low risk throw, actually, even deep in your own territory at that point. Now, what do you do right. with this punt? Carmel's getting ready. Back there and getting ready to kick. Ben Packer, and there's the kick. And it's actually this one he lofted quite a bit. And uh, hits it at 37, and it takes an unfortunate bounce back to the 34-yard line. That's where Nazareth will take over at the Carmel 34-yard line. First and 10, Nazareth is already up 16-7. to And Carmel's defense has been, uh, has had their backs against the wall. Stevens in the shotgun, looking to add to it. Stevens in the handoff. This Devin Blakely again, and boy, wow. this kid is quick. He's around the left side, all the way down to the 20, the 10, the 5. He's oh, into the end zone, gosh. and I'll tell you, they didn't even touch him. Uh, that was not good. No, that's that's what they call a C-cut. 
So he starts off going to the right, and he literally makes a C cut, and draws a C with his feet, and goes the opposite, complete opposite direction. And boy, is he quick around the edge and down the sideline there. Quick, huh? powerful, strong. Yeah, he's he's looks like a real talented back. I was actually when when the <laughs> when the Corsairs hit the punter at his feet in the end zone, I was thinking maybe taking a knee there and taking a safety might have been a good call. Hindsight's twenty yeah. twenty, isn't uh, it? Right, yeah. right. So that makes it a twenty two seven game and uh they're gonna go for uh the two or excuse me. Yeah, they're gonna go for the two. Thirty eight and a half seconds left in the first half. Well, timeout city here, and, and Nazareth certainly did a nice job using their timeouts and it re- rewarded with a, uh, a touchdown there right. on one play. Right. So by going for the two, they'll make it a three-score game as opposed to two. Right. We got YMCA playing in the background over the PA yeah. system. Yeah. I don't really feel much like dancing right now. No, I don't either. And uh, you know, the important thing is if they are going for two here, make your stop, get the football, do uh, do what you can on the return. You know, don't be don't be foolish. Right, and they are in fact going for two. Get, get back in the locker room and regroup. Here we go. Stevens and no, well, they direct snap. Yeah, that was a nice job. Wildcat situation, and Blakely took the snap and nowhere to run. Carmel was ready for it, so that'll be uh, twenty-two to seven uh, with Carmel taking over. Twenty-two to seven, Nazareth with the lead. You are listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Antioch, the game of the week. And that is uh, Carmel, the all-star Catholic high school game of the week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. And here we have Nazareth Roadrunners 22, Carmel Corsairs 7. 38 and a half seconds left in the first half. Well, gentlemen. Well, let's see what sort of resilience the Corsairs have here. You know, it's it's not an insurmountable lead. It's it's two scores. Oh, and, I'm with you. I'm with you. And uh, we we will receive the ball at the beginning of the second half, and and that often is a telltale sign of how the game is going to uh, right. finish up. Right. And the return, uh, that's Miles Tremell, and he's out to the 22-yard line. 32 seconds. This is a slow-moving clock, huh? Yeah, slow-moving game. (laughs) It's a a slow-moving game. Uh, Well, we're an hour and 20 minutes into it, and uh, it's it's not as if the the – Balls flying all over the place. Right. You know, right. Usually, when the there are a lot of passes and incomplete passes, the clock slows down. 
Yeah, I sure wish those last uh, those last two minutes would have gone it's a little quicker. He's going to take quicker. a knee. <laughs> uh, Kelly Menace takes a knee on that, and that's probably the last play then. Well, gentlemen, uh, I think we're going to toss it back to the studio at half. Yep. And um, you're going to be listening to uh, WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio with some uh, pre-recorded information, which we promise you will be very entertaining. We'll be back in just a couple minutes uh, for the second half broadcast. Terrific. Let's go get them. Regroup. I'm Bill Wennington from the Church of St. Mary's and the Chicago Bulls. I, I believe Catholic Radio is important for all of us out there listening to help us through days when maybe our faith is being challenged by many different obstacles that are put in our way. And it's a chance to reflect and just think and hear stories from other people that maybe are going through the exact same issues that we are going through and how they have struggled and how they are getting through their problems today. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MAT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states.
Show. I'd like to thank our sponsors first. I'm sure you've all noticed how great our Corsairs look in their new uniforms from Maxim Athletics. Three sponsors made this happen. Platinum Mortgage, Boar's Head Meats, and St. Charles Jeep Dodge. Thank you very much. St. Charles Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Pomani Chevrolet are giving away a free two-year guaranteed lease on a 2018 Jeep Compass. Register to win at CarmelCars.net. Open to all in the Carmel Catholic family. Also, you have a chance to win up to $2,000 a month at Platinum Mortgage. Register at pmhc.com slash win for your chance to win $500, $1,000, or $2,000. We were blessed to have Cardinal Blaise Subich, who came out to bless the Mary of Mount Carmel Garden at Carmel Catholic High School. A big thank you to Bartels Landscaping for their guidance and work to make the garden the gift that it is. And also, save the date this October 21st for the Carmel Catholic High School social event, Celebrate Carmel. This event is a fundraiser to showcase the gifts and talents of our students. For more information, go to carmelhs.org slash celebrate carmel. And finally, a big thank you to our friends at WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I'm here today with Dr. Brad Bonham. He's joining us tonight to talk about how blessed we are to have had Carmel Blaise Supich visit us and bless our Mary of Mount Carmel Garden. And he also is going to talk about our families, if any of our families are interested in attending Carmel Catholic, what the process would be and answers to some of those questions. Welcome, Dr. Bonham. Oh, welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We wanted to talk a little bit about our Mass of the Holy Spirit. Just occurred a, a few weeks ago, and what a unique and different uh, opportunity that was. First off, we celebrated Mass, and this is typical for Carmel Catholic, but many for many Catholic schools, is we have a Mass of the Holy Spirit. We had over a thousand students on hand for the Mass, and just a beautiful, beautiful event and celebration. As uh, you said earlier, Christina, uh, Cardinal Blaise Supich came out to celebrate the Mass with our students. And then what was really nice is at the end of the Mass, we all went out to Our, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, a uh, new statue that's there and a beautiful, beautiful prayer garden that we set up for our faculty, staff, and students for reflection and prayer. And he provided a blessing as well. It was just a beautiful event and a wonderful opportunity for our kids. And, and it, was, uh, it was just a very touching moment. Well, and I'd like you to also talk about the shadow process that we have at Carmel. I think we're very distinctive in that way, and yeah. so I know you can shed a lot of light and answer questions for families. Sure, there's there's a lot of unique things about Carmel Catholic and different reasons why students would attend, but really one of the best ways to understand if, if Carmel Catholic is a right fit for your son or daughter is the simple fact of coming in and shadowing for a day. I think of my own uh, my own daughter that came in, a lot of fear, a lot of apprehension, a lot of worry about, okay, is this going to be the right fit for me? They worry about the homework, getting lost in classes, and all these different things, and so when the student comes in we say okay let's just sit down and relax and let's just talk a little bit and they meet with the admissions director and we pair them up with a student that has a lot of similar interests that they have uh, and a student that has been through it maybe as a sophomore or junior level and will come in and meet with other their friends understand how lunch works understand what the dynamics are like within the classroom and it's not so much as important as understanding the information that is taught within the classroom but what's the feel what's the culture is this a place where I would feel welcomed? 
And we historically, if a student comes in and they shadow for the day, uh, historically, it's over well over 90% of the time they end up saying, yes, this is, this is the type of school I want to be at. This is an environment that I'm looking for. And nothing can replace the shadowing for, for a visitation. So if you have a student who is an incoming prospective student and they might have certain interests, let's say fine arts or robotics engineering, um, is there an opportunity to pa- uh, pair them up with another student who has a similar interest that's already attending yeah, abso- absolutely. You will meet with another student that might have dance or in fine arts or might be in a certain athletic program. Uh, you can meet with the coach. You can do all these different things. It's very simple to, to, to do it. You just call our admissions office and they'll take care of everything for you. Thank you, Dr. Bonham. Awesome. Thank you. shape is your soul in, I'm inviting you to consider making a weekend of spiritual exercise. We're talking a retreat with the Lord, prayer, meditation, quiet, and beautiful Barrington at the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House. Come check out the possibilities at jesuitretreat.org. That's J-E-S-U-I-T retreat.org. Come to the quiet so the quiet can come to you. Did you know that you can listen to WSFI local programming on demand? Full episodes of Pro-Life Today, WSFI Spotlight, Healing the Whole Person, Bursting Forth in Sound, along with our novenas, prayers, and devotions are available on your mobile device or online. For iPhone and iPad users, open the already installed podcast app and search for WSFI. Then click subscribe. Android users need to visit the Google Play Store Download the Stitcher app, create a free account, then search for WSFI. Add us to your favorites playlist by clicking the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. The full archive of local shows is also available at WSFIRadio.org. You need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Welcome back, everyone. We're back in the second half of work for me left. I'm here with Carmel coaches of past and Carmel alum, Nick Yeager and Joe May. Gentlemen, welcome back. Thanks, Mark. It was nice to have that uh, little break, at least to to get a little cool air. Still kind of a a warm evening, certainly humid up here. We're we're trying to get them to turn up the air conditioning, but no such luck yet. But uh, we got a half of football and and an opportunity for the Corsairs to to garner their first win. Now they're, they're trailing by 15 points, but that's only two scores. You know, we want to see the offense come out and uh, take care of business as Carmel will be receiving the second half kickoff. Yeah, re- really tough break there at the end of the half for the Corsairs. Um, 
And, you know, going down 22-7 to seven when, when really, to be honest, I, this could easily be a tie game at the half. Um, if not if not even a lead by the course. Yeah, the defense played well. Um, for the most part, the offensive line did a nice job giving up time to, to throw. They, you know, ultimately... Um, just came down to some penalties and a you know bad snap here or there. Yeah, defensively, you know they've they've been bending and bending and bending, a break here or a break there, but you know what? They have not played awful. And and if you think about it, you know seven of the points were scored on a uh, a punt return. Right. So, so defensively, we've got some bills to pay. So I want to uh, thank some of our uh, advertisers. Let's begin by reminding everybody that WSFI 88.5 FM is proud to be the voice of the Corsairs all season long. Whether the games are at home or away, now you can root for the Corsairs each week exclusively on WSFI 88.5 FM or online at WSFIRadio.org. Want to hear it again or did you miss the game? Go to WSFIPodbean.com and listen to the on-demand Corsairs football don't miss a minute. At Catholic Financial Life, our members are offered scholarship benefits from grade school through college. To learn more about eligibility for these or the many other value-added benefits, call Matt Tomlinson at 847-548-6288. That's Matt Tomlinson at 847-548-6288. I want to uh, tell everybody about something that they should not miss, and that, that is WSFI's Fall share next Tuesday through Thursday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Some of our beloved priests and community leaders will be sharing with you their personal stories and asking you to call in your pledge to keep our local Catholic radio on the air. Can't think of anything more important than that. Join Father Churzon, St. Gilbert's, Father Gerald O'Reilly, Santa Maria del Popolo, Father Anthony Rice, St. Peter's and Bolo. Father Mike McGovern, St. Raphael's. Father Mike Grezik, St. Mary's and Lake Forest. Father Greg Hauk from St. Paul the Apostle. Father Michael Sparrow from Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House. Not to mention Father John Geminicki, Spiritual Advisor Emeritus from WSFI. If you are from across the border, newly appointed Bishop Jim Shurman. Father Bill Hayward, Father Russ Arnett, and Father Bob McDermott will be on the air. Call in your support at 224-206-8455 and tune in to WSFI Radio 88.5 FM or WSFIRadio.org. Once again, you are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Gentlemen, ready for a second half. Here they come. Carmel's back out on the field, as is uh, Nazareth coming out uh, onto the field also. That's just a cool little sight there, isn't it? Uh, Ethan and Dino, little pass and catch there. Coming out of the half. I don't know. I, I have four kids, two sons. How old are they? Well, we have... Two daughters, 13, soon to be 12, and two boys, 10 and 8. So the 10 and 8, are they playing local uh, Barrington football? No, actually. We actually live in Antioch. Antioch. Um, and uh, 
they play a lot of baseball. Baseball. Uh, they play a lot of baseball. Lake County Lightning. Yeah. And my 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 younger my youngest son, uh, the eight year old, is playing a little bit of flag football. Well, if they need a, uh, a little coaching, I know a guy that played Division One baseball for one of the elite programs in America. Yeah, I'm familiar with one, with at least one guy who fits that bill. As well. Who might that be? Joe, what do you know about that? Oh, I don't know, Nick. Uh, every once in a while, Nick will shoot me a text and he'll show me a video and say, "Is this the right thing?" He'll show me uh, some sort of demonstration. You know, is is this the right thing? And uh, you know, I I try to throw my two cents in, but the game has passed me by a long time ago. Just well, you like Jack Bach. I think it's probably like riding a bike. You don't remember. You don't forget. Which you knew, huh? As far as hitting a curveball and the rest. Well, that's one reason I didn't play any further than college baseball is couldn't <laughs> hit that curveball. Yeah. Couldn't see it. So I went to Spring Hill College, Jesuit College in uh, Alabama, which has the oldest college baseball field. Babe Ruth played on it. Oh, and wow. uh, Hank Aaron, who grew up in Mobile, played at Spring Hill a lot. And uh, we were good. You know, we've won NAIA World Series, but South Alabama, we hard time with. We they they graciously put us on their schedule every year. But they they were coached by Eddie Stanky, and they had won a College World Series. They were they were one of the real powerhouses, and still are. But you got football down there in South Alabama now. Yeah, the, uh, football, and you know what? They're not bad. They've had the program for about six or seven years, and the first couple of years they just kind of play an exhibition schedule. But uh, last year they they beat Mississippi State, which is kind of a cool thing to beat an SEC team. And right. uh, I I have not watched them play yet. I want to get down there for a game. They they play on the same field that they they hold the Senior Bowl at, and and that was around when I played. So I, I'd like to get an opportunity to get down. They've there. been on national TV a couple times. I mean, so many football games are on, on you know all the different ESPN networks, but uh, South Alabama has been on. But they are not on WSFI. No, FM. exactly, exactly. Are you enjoying this All-Star Catholic High School football game of the week? Did you know that you can listen to it again later on demand? Visit WSFIRadio.org. Click or listen, then programming. That's WSFIRadio.org. Listen, then programming. Well, it's like we're getting ready to go here. Both teams are huddling and ready for the Corsairs to take this kickoff and, and see what they can do. So Antioch's a charming area. and We get a lot of uh, Carmel families that, that send their kids from uh, from Antioch. A nice, it's a pretty awesome community up there. Just the, you know, it's got a lot of, you know, just... A neat downtown area and some great restaurants that aren't sponsors. I don't know if I can mention Anastasia and the, and the other Oops. ones, but yeah, <laughs> but it, it's a it's a fun destination place. Well, hopefully, some of those places are listening and they, they yeah exactly they join Come on. in and, and do right. offer up a sponsorship. But I, I right. agree with you, Mark. My wife grew up in that town. I grew up in Gurney, and 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 we have we have enjoyed it. Uh, we've raised our family there from the beginning. And, it's a growing community. Yeah. It used to be a farm community, and, and it's looking less and less like that. Right. seems by the year, but. At St. Peter's, uh, they have that big, you know, pork chop, uh, yeah. you know, fundraiser, and, and uh, boy, they get a lot of people for that. Yep. We frequent that fundraiser, and, and uh, it's a good one to go to, I tell you what. They do a nice job there. So Nazareth getting ready to kick off Carmel's Deep. 
and here's the kick, and it's to Miles Tramiel. He's going to field it two yards deep, and he looked to run it out, but he didn't. Now, the rule in, in high school, though, is actually if he does catch it in the end zone, and he doesn't have that option anymore. Is that right, Coach? Couldn't be no return. Yeah, so Tramiel wanted to run it out. Tramiel's got so much speed that he, similar to the Nazareth guy, that if we get him in open field, nobody's going to catch him, but uh, he didn't get that chance. Yeah, the objective is get him in the open field, right? Hopefully we can do that second half. Exactly. So Carmel down 22-7 as we begin the third quarter. Uh, Ethan Kalianakis, once again, has looked pretty good. Real good for a freshman. Shotgun formation, Kalianakis, and he's going to hand off to Mikey Lucas, who gets about two, three yards off left tackle. It's a nice job there. Went right after him. Jalen Snell had a nice uh, kick block on that one. Uh, while it was only three yards, you know what? The, the the bruising from the run game can start to add up. Yeah, it's important they continue to do that for themselves, and they've done a nice job of that. Better tonight than any other week that I've seen them here this season of, of creating some balance. Indeed. Kalinakis, second and seven situation, shotgun formation. Hands off once again to Mikey Lucas. And then he's upended. He got nothing on that play. That'll create third and seventh, third and long situation. And with the uh, offense that Carmel runs now, we, we can assume that they'll probably throw the ball here. Yeah, and I think I think they have an opportunity here. Their cornerbacks are still pressing up tight. If they could just get a step behind him, Calic Manis has shown in the past that he has the ability to put a little touch on that ball to drop yeah. it over the top. I agree, Coach. So what do you see here? Well, I see I see Noah Thigpen isolated out here with all kinds of field. Cornerback pressing. Kelly Mance rolls to him. And a nice throw and catch uh, there by uh, his brother, Dino Kelly Manis. Dino's sure-handed. <laughs> I mean, that kid, I haven't seen him drop a ball yet. Yeah, he does a nice job. That, and he's a freshman also. Yeah. That play there, you had you had Thigpen who who tried to open up the defense. Fourth and five, though. So oh, they're gonna, oh, they they're were gonna all over him there. as soon as he caught the ball. So we got a punt situation. Carmel uh, getting ready to punt, and here's the punt. And this one's a up over end again, and uh, he's got it at about the 45-yard line, and he's out across midfield, 45. There's a flag down, but he is going 30, 20, and he's pushed out of bounds. Actually cut back and tackled at about the seven-yard line, brought, brought it back all the way to the Carmel seven-yard line, but hopefully that flag is going to bring it back. Yeah, of course, there's going to get another break here. Boy, and, and I, that was Devin Blakely, the running back. They got back returning the kick. He's, and he's a dangerous, yeah. dangerous ball carrier. I, this has to be driving Andy Biddle crazy, um, giving, up, giving up such big yardage on, on the punt returns tonight. So, coaches, what what do you think Andy said to the ball club at uh, halftime? <laughs> well, okay. I wish I could have been, <laughs> move on to the next know, question. It, it, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> well, seriously, usually, usually you can you know take a peek and see what sort of energy the players have, and yeah. you know see if see if you can uh, motivate them, and yeah. you know sometimes that's a a, a false belief there, but uh, you know. I'm sure. Keep keeping at it. You know, we're right, right. there. Two scores. Right. We're good right. to go. You know, keep things positive. Here's Stevens uh, 
Nazareth and hand off uh, Devin Blakely out to the 46-yard line, just shy of a first down. You know, I think... I think oh, actually, I, that wasn't Blakely. That was Dylan Smith. I think another thing that Andy would probably talk about is something that something that we talk about actually a lot on our baseball team is we coach a little tenure team trying to teach the boys lessons of life. You know, you have a choice to make here. You know, what path are you going to take? You're going to choose path A and hang your head and get down yourselves. You're going to choose path B and stay positive, keep your chin up, and have a quick bounce back here in the face of adversity. So that was Dylan Smith on the carry, and it'll be a first down for Nazareth as they move into Carmel territory. They'll have the ball. First and ten at the Carmel 49-yard line. Yeah, it's it's really a uh, as much a game within your mind as it is uh, uh, out on the field, isn't it, coaches? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's really important to you know to remain present and and, uh, and focused on the task at hand and and let the first half go. It's There's, it's done. There's nothing you can do about it. There's Stevens with the handoff to Blakely. Blakely around right side, wow, and he's all the way down to the 30, the 20, the 10. And he is going to go all the way, walks into the end zone, touchdown, Nazareth. There are no flags down. It looks like that one will stand. Nazareth goes up 28-7, and um, that didn't look good. He, once again, he looked like he wasn't touched. Yeah, he's he's kind of special in space, huh? Yeah, he once you get him out on the edge, he, he he's ready to go. And uh, once again, they, they sealed in the, the edge of the Corsair defense, and Gave him lots of running room. Stuff to stop him in open field. Here's the extra point. And it's snap is a good one. The hold is down. The kick is up, and it splits the uprights. 29-7. Nazareth up with 9-16 left in the third quarter. That was a tough one. Certainly changes the complexion of the game. You know, chasing three scores. Instead of two, uh, although there's plenty of time left on the clock, there's 9:16 left in the third quarter, and you know they have they have virtually the whole second half right to get back here. Yeah, this is certainly no time to to panic here. Um, like you said, Joe, there's essentially the whole second half. Um, it's going to be important for the for Calic Manis and the and the offense to remain poised here and uh, continue to 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 be okay with just taking chunks of yardage without worrying about trying to, you know, get the big play every time. One play at a time, win each down. This kicker for Nazareth, Bobby Grimes, has quite the leg. He's actually a backup quarterback. Well, here's Grimes with the kick, and it's line drive kick, end over end, and not. Carmel filled it. It looks like Trammell at about the 5. He's out to the 15, 20, 25, 27-yard line. Carmel will take over there. First and 10 at their own 27-yard uh, line, down 29-7. to We've got to get some drives. Some, one, one drive at a time, right, gentlemen? Absolutely. One drive, one play at a time. In the last few drives, which have been um, relatively successful drives, they've started with a run. Give themselves a second, seven, second, and six play. Let's see what they do here on first down. Yeah. Another whistle here. Yep. The the refs have certainly had their say in this game, too. <laughs> Number Indeed. of penalties. Here we go. Kelly Nakis, shotgun. 
He's got drops back, quick slant pass, and that's dropped. Chanel Green had it for a moment, but he was hit right as soon as he touched the ball and uh, incomplete. That'll make second and ten. Yeah, that's a tough catch to make, huh, Joe? That inside receiver running a slant right into the face of the inside linebacker. Takes a lot of courage to grip that one. It sure does. Got to catch it and tuck it away right away and brace for impact. Yeah, they're still pressing hard on the edge here. Look at this guy here. Chanel Green, ice. Kelly Anakis, yeah. Shotgun. And here's a quick throw at fly pattern, and he Ah. just... He had his brother on uh, on a fly and uh, close. I mean, that would have been six points. It's just overthrown by just a yard or two. Nazareth is still bringing numbers. They're rushing five, six guys every yeah, single play. Exactly right. And yeah. it's man coverage, so you know what? You can do that. You can get away with that. Yeah. He had, he had no time to set and throw. He just lobbed it up there in the direction of his brother. Yeah, he was forced to throw off his back foot there. Unfortunately, he had him open. With just a split second longer, he could have played yeah. that back foot and had a little bit more touch on that ball. Think about it. This, this, his brother's a freshman, and he's leaving these junior and seniors that are guarding him in, in the dust. There's a handoff to Mikey Lucas, and he's got nothing. Carmel will be forced to punt. And here comes the punting team out of the field. Well, I, I love the Corsairs, and... You know, my, my wife always said, if you're not coaching, don't criticize. And, and I'm not coaching, and I'll be careful not to criticize no. too much. Right. Exactly. But I don't understand that play. It's, yeah. you know, you've got third down and 10, right. I think, with this quarterback. And the way Nazareth is playing defense, you got to put the ball in the air and let the kid take care of business. Yeah, I agree. And this um, kick is a shank. It'll go out of bounds at about the 46-yard line of uh, Nazareth, it, it, excuse me, of, of Carmel. Nazareth will take the ball over at the Carmel 46-yard line, first and 10 there. Silver lining, no run back for a touchdown on that one. <laughs> boy, well said. Nice job. Mr. Positive. Exactly. Norman Vincent Peel at work. 44-yard line, they actually spot it. And here's Zachary Stevens. Under center. A little bit of a different yeah. set from yeah. the Roadrunners this time. Right. Double tights there. Gives it to Devin Blakely for about three yards. Double tights and the the, uh, the wing back just kind of shuffled in between the center and the tackle. They call that a buster back, and he looks like a pretty big buster there. Yeah. <laughs> Ezreth has had a lot of different formations, and... You know, I mean, they got they suit up 90, and they build a real successful program. Here's Stevens uh, under center again. This time uh, he'll go to uh, is it Dylan Smith off left tackle. Dylan Smith is down on the play. Yeah, actually, uh, not, not a bad play on the edge there by uh, by Jonathan Bratt, who's yeah. who's playing corner on this side. You know, he's every bit of 140. 50, 60 pounds, and he's got a 270-pound right. guy coming at him. And you know what? He faced up, faced him up pretty well. Dylan Smith is down on the on the play for the Nazareth uh, Roadrunners. He's uh, clapping his hands. He's able to move, but there was something wrong with that leg, that left yeah, leg. That doesn't look good, does it, guys? No. Just a quick aspiration. You know, we ask uh, 
Blessed Mother's intercession for Dylan Smith and for his, uh, he's able to be healed and that he's okay and uh, we pray for his protection. Amen. Coach Michael Fitzgibbons, the legend has joined us. In the house. Coach, Hi guys. Good to have you here, buddy. How are you? Okay. It's a tough night so far. 29-7, Carmel down. Uh, Noah's kept us uh, on track. Noah Schneider. Um, Noah Schneider. How are you, buddy? It's a long walk up here or what, Coach? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a long walk. I must live like a million years away. So Dylan Smith is walking off the field right now, so that's a good sign. We, that's a great sign. I honestly... I, I thought something was seriously wrong yeah, there, yeah. the way that leg looked there. But. Right, he was on the field, and he was clapping his hands, you know, like somebody get the heck over here, and uh, that left leg was dangling, and now it's he's walking off. Pretty. Yeah, Pretty absolutely. straight ahead there. He looks okay. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that was one of those full-length cramps. What do you think? Probably, you know, where both the thigh and the calf? Exactly. You know, and you got that when they both go? That's painful stuff. Exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> So here we go. Uh, Nazareth back with the ball. Devin Blakely, the carry, and he's wrapped up pretty good this time. <laughs> he really does not want to go down, huh? No. He's a tough runner, boy. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. Homecoming is fast approaching. Make sure every picture is your best. Call Jandy Salon now to book your appointment for over 35 years. The Jandy Salon has been part of the Carmel Catholic family, so don't get left out. Make your appointment now at Jandy Salon in Lindenhurst. Call 847-356-8411. That's 847-356-8411. Here's a handoff to late to live. Got first down. He got the first down on third and 12. Yeah. This kid is just tough to bring down he's we've not done a good job of bringing him down all night yeah i'm sure he's got a a pretty hefty uh a load of yards there in his on his stat sheet i was going to ask joe are they going to be content with just continuing to hand the ball to him the whole second half here it sure looks like it so far they've done it about 10 times in a row the corsairs need to be careful not to get lulled to sleep yeah that was fourth and one so that's yeah, you're right. So that's a first down. Nazareth actually huddling up here, which they have not done much of this game. Uh, they've they've typically gone no huddle, and uh, I, I think at this juncture of the game, they have no reservations about trying to run the clock down. Coach, why don't you grab the play call? One of you coaches. What? Uh, all right, but you know I was watching 72 on that play. Their left tackle, and whoo, that's a large boy, and he he made him presence known. That's a yeah. really great play yeah. there. Handoff going right. They had pulled. Nick was that the right guard? I think it was, and they so, blocked yeah. down with the tight end, and looked like the right guard pulling there, Joe. It was the right guard, yeah. Yeah, and we got Dylan Smith back in the game. So that was a really really nice slide play by uh, guess who? Number 55. Uh, Jake Serwin? That would be Jake Serwin. He fouled the play really nicely from his, I think he's, you know, that like a right stacked outside linebacker, Joe? I think he's playing. Yeah, you know, it, 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 he's definitely playing a stack there. 
So now they lost a yard, second and 11. They're still handing it off right, to him. Right. He's got – and he's again he's in trouble. Smith again, yeah. How about that? I love seeing Barnes playing safety, making a tackle in the backfield for another loss. And now we got a flag. Now who's that going to be on? Sean, there was a big lineman back there hitting Sean Graham after the play, but what is going on? Was Sean hitting him first, and there you go. They usually catch the second guy, a don't personal they? Personal unsportsmanlike conduct on Carmel. On a, what would have been third and 12. That's that's the very thing that you really you really can't afford to have uh, on the football field. But certainly, you know, we talked earlier. Fitz, you weren't up here yet. But we talked about you know the game of football being really a lesson for life and a microcosm for life. And that's the kind of play that you just have to avoid altogether. Well, you know, you you have two tackles for losses in a row. Right. And then look. Right. Wow. First and 10, Zachary Stevens, a Nazareth quarterback, back under center, and a handoff, and this one's to Lively, and Lively gets about four yards, it looks like, off left tackle. Barnes is in there now again, Nick. At least he's near the line of scrimmage, and when I got out here. He's been playing well all night, really looking to play a physical brand of football, which is fun to see. And Jalen Snell there. And... Another player uh, for Nazareth down on the play, being attended to. It looks like it's. Looks like it was a guard. A it was an looks offensive like lineman. That's yeah. a definite cramp. You know what this reminds me of, Fitz? Remember that that year? I guess I was a senior, and we played Notre Dame here. First it, night of the year. It was it was super hot. Oh my gosh, we had cramps all over the place. And so did they. Yeah. So, gentlemen, was, correct me if I'm wrong. It's not that hot tonight, huh? Well. I'm not playing football, I threw, I threw yeah. that in this long sleeve thing yeah. on the way to the car, and I'm sweating. So yeah. it's, pre- it's pretty hot. Yeah. It may, it may not be super hot, but it's it's humid. Yeah. It's a little tacky, right? Yeah. It's it's cramping weather. If you're playing Joe, did you ever cramping. get cramps when you played Joe? Uh, never did. I, always, I was always well hydrated. Joe gets cramps now. <laughs> Before and after the game. Well, he's cramping. Lots of water. He's, cram- he's cramping now because, folks, we're in a press box, and that was, that was a long walk up here for yeah. poor Joe. Now, I see Mark walking out, so, Mr. Kern, you're not cramping up because you're no. in good shape, man. You don't try to. Try to. <laughs> try to. Yeah. I, I was walking <laughs> in the seminary with a group of people, and who do I see coming the other way but Mark Curran. So, oh, look at that. Zachary Stevens, if they his hand off, I he think... keeps it, and he's tackled uh, right at the line. Joe, he wanted to keep. He wanted to give that, didn't he? Actually, yep. that, was, that was the play they scored on in the first half. That's actually the counter off that, that midline look. Yeah, he did not like he wanted to run the ball there, and Brandon Anderson made him not want to run the ball there. I, um, say, I think there was a reason he didn't want to run the ball there. Brandon hit him pretty hard. Third and four right there, Mark? What do third, you think? Third and four, four minutes, four seconds left in the uh, third quarter. Carmel down 29-7. Nazareth has the ball, and here's... No, they got this. To... Oh, they had... oh, Miles yeah. stepped up there nice for... A play and hand off to Dylan Smith, and you're right, Miles. Jake Serwin and Jalen Snell to help. We're going to get a loss there. Another tackle for loss. I've only been out it for a few plays. They've had those big gains, Joe, and now we've had. That's the fourth tackle for a loss I've seen. That's a much better job defensively. 
obviously Coach Jim Rudzik is making some adjustment, adjustments, and uh, they're paying off. Yeah. Is that a new vocabulary word? Judgment. Okay, they ran on six guys because they got their field goal kicker, and this is going to be what? 30 yarder. 30, 31 yarder. 31 yarder? Right. Here we go. He aimed it with his right hand and shit his left hand at the sideline. I guess that helps. Snap is good. Hold is down. Kick is up. And it is, looks like wide to the right. No, no, it snuck through the right crossbar. So that is 32 to 7 now. Nazareth is up with three minutes and one second left in the third quarter. And mathematically, that makes it a four-score game. I'll tell you what. Again, only being out here this series, we tackle pretty well. We have four tackles for losses. You can't give a 15-yard penalty to a good team, especially ones in front that's in front of you by three, three touchdowns, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the only time that's happened to us tonight. Um, we had a situation like that offensively. Two really nice drives in a row. First one was capped off by a score. Um, we're driving again and ended up with a bad snap. And then another one later with a, with a, with a costly penalty. So that's a, that's a few times it's happened to us tonight. Yeah, shooting yourself in the foot is never a good recipe. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm in the booth with two uh, um, counselors, therapists. And that's, uh, that's, that's a, a good experience for me. You know, I've paid a lot of money over the years to have some good therapy. And <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> you know, maybe y'all could tell me, uh, you know, how to get my act together tonight. Yeah. Well, well I, I'll let Nick handle that. Oh, I know. Because you know why, Mark? I don't do anything for free, buddy. All right. <laughs> well, wait. Except well, announce football. Right, 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 right. Exactly. I've known you guys long enough that I get the therapy for free, but it hasn't taken. Yeah, yeah. no, it yeah. definitely hasn't taken. Okay. Oh, Tramiel with a kick off uh, return, and he's out to the. 10, 15, 20-yard line. He's busted to the left side, 25, 30, and he's oh, he stepped out of bounds at about the 33-yard line, and he might have been gone. Tramil is fast, but there wasn't a – he created something out of nothing, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I got – yeah. Problem is that running east to west, Nick. What do you think? Well, you know, there was a play like that earlier in the night, and, and uh, like I said to these guys, it reminds me of a guy that I played with, when, when I was here as a student by the name of uh, Ruben Rivera. He was infamous for taking the ball all the way to the right sideline and then putting his foot in the ground and going all the way to the other side and taking it to the, taking it to the house. Yeah, so here's Infima- infamous most of the time, famous yeah. a couple times. Kellick Manis in uh, shotgun formation. Here's the s- snap, and oh. Kellick Manis is going to keep it. Oh. Uh, he had looked downfield for something, saw nothing, and decided to run. He only got a few yards just beyond the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's unfortunate that, that he looked up and saw nothing because his brother was right in front of him, honestly, right in the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, but maybe just a little bit too too much pressure in his face there to, to unleash Kelly him. Kelly Madison, once again, shotgun, second and eight. He's looking to the sidelines for the play. He's got t- Boy, they're pressing up top. I'd love to see them see them get the ball to green up there. Kelly Madison. Oh, he upended. So it was a nice enough, that's uh, to Mikey Lucas, a, a nice enough fake on an option left, and, and Kelly Menace got hit really hard. He's got a flag it. on a play. Yeah. Uh, Lucas made a nice spin move. I'm not sure where they're marking it. Uh, 
Kelly. What do we got here? Personal foul on the Roadrunners. You got it. You're right, Mark. Yeah. Helmet to helmet. <laughs> helmet to helmet on the quarterback on a pitch. So that was a nice little double option play, Nick. That looked sweet. And, you know, Mikey Lucas had a nice spin move at the end for another two yards. It was going to be third and two. We were getting the first down out of it. Well, of course, we'll take that. But Lucas has been impressive Merchant, Move the chains, the right, gentlemen? Here we go. Yep. Balls first out. downs create touchdowns. 48-yard line of uh, Carmel still at their own 48, but first and 10 now. And. Clock, clock dwindling down. Kelly McManus in the shotgun. Hands off to Mikey Lucas right up the gut. Yeah. Lucas busts a tackle. He's down to the third. Oh, 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 Lucas. Lucas he's in. Yeah, there we go. Nice job. Nice, job. nice run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mikey Lucas. 52 yards. How about that on a little give? He has been impressive all night long. Finishing every run that he's had the opportunity to get. And that's just another example of doing the same thing, that time crossing the line. Excellent job at Mikey Lucas and the boys up front. I should yes, say. indeed. Do you see their uh, – that was their uh, left side safety, and he ran the ball to their right side. Their left side safety made the dive that he, he just got his feet kicked up there at the end at about the six-yard line. Did you see that? I did. I did. That was their left side safety. He came all the way across. Hey, but boy, that was a that was a good play. And there's the uh, extra point is is uh, no good. Oh my goodness! We're struggling a little bit with kicking, but we, you know, we're down a few bodies and uh, it's tough. Yeah, the, the, that was know, a bad snap. It was a tough snap. A good effort on the hold, but just didn't gentlemen, get up the let me uh, just remind everybody that it, about uh, Catholic life. Want a fall, an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday, or do you plan on working at that company for the rest of your life? The fact is you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. Call Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life as he invites you to share your hopes and dreams with him to discuss your options for protecting your family. Call Matt, 847 847- 548 Matt, that's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Gentlemen, just uh, reminding everybody they're listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI, Antioch 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. And I made a joke that I'm here in the booth with two uh, Catholic therapists. And in all honesty, I have uh, had therapy over the years and, and uh I would encourage any of our listeners out there that feel they need to talk to somebody that it's it's very important and it's very helpful. And this is a Catholic radio station, and I would I say this with 100% sincerity. If you are Catholic, you should see a Catholic therapist. What we believe is special. We have we are uh, blessed to have the truth of the faith, and that should be part of whatever advice you're getting. So, uh, Mike Fitzgibbons and Nick Yeager, great to share the booth with you two guys. Well, it's my pleasure to be up here with, with all of you. This is- and Joe May. I love you, Joe May, as well. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's great to be up here. We've got a full booth tonight. Yeah. And there's a certain kind of energy up here, too. So here we go. 32-13, and here's the kick. And we need a quick stop, fellas. Yep. We probably needed not to kick it to him. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. We didn't mind, though. He fell down. So you've been watching this guy, Coach, or, or listening. Uh, yeah, well, I, I knew about him. And, yeah. And, and, uh, so he ran one back, and then he ran back another one. They called it back. 
uh, and then he ran another one to the. Was I, out. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so he's. I killed just us. know of him. He has killed us. So our kicking game has been. Yeah, special teams has been a little a little problematic tonight. Uh, both the, the punting the punting team punt coverage team and and kick return team. Correct. Well, here we go. We need a three and out here, Joe. What do you think? Right. What do we got Stevens going? in the shotgun uh, formation. Just as it did last Actually, year. he's back under. He's trap. shotgun trap play. Yeah. Trap back Bounces this way, and he bounced side. outside the trap and still got three. Yeah. He's a good he's a good runner. He's. He's all he's all the things that you want in a running back. Uh, he's powerful, Mark, like you said. He he's quick, um, and and he's intuitive. You know, he sees things and he just goes. He's not waiting around. Yeah, it's noticed that every running back we've played against this year is yeah. has been is eating up the league. Right. Shotgun hands off to. Oh, league. and he had and him out. There you go. This time we tackled him well. Um, Gee, Jake Serwin again, Nick. Yards. <laughs> Yeah, he got, he got him for two, but still third. Oh boy, they dreaded third and two. Uh, third and three, I guess. I short three. A, a long two. Long two, short three. There we go. Optimist, pessimist. What do you got, Joe? Long three, short two. What do you have? Four. Okay. Stevens in the shotgun. So here we go. What do we look for? A pass here, you think? No. All right, you're right. He hand off oh, counter play. He had him. And yeah. now he had the close to the yeah. first. He got the first. Oh. You think so? Yeah. Our angle is a little odd up here, but uh, they're already moving him. Yeah. Ain't even look. Yeah. You're right. They got it all the way up by the thirty yard line. Boy, you have, it hurts when you have him behind the line of scrimmage. Right. Goodness gracious. Right. Well the defense is still paying nice adjustments, you know. The, the just keep doing what they're doing now. Uh, maybe, maybe make a tackle in the backfield. and Yeah, we need a tackle for a loss and start going here. This is going to be the last play to third quarter. Stevens shotgun, and here we go. Hand off to Lively, and he's nowhere to go. Nice play by Carmel. Jalen Snell, and then Jimmy Harvey cleaned it up. That's two good guys to have on a play. Where are they marking that one? Clock's going to run down. The 29, that was a lot of time. So we'll start the fourth quarter with... Uh, should be second and with Roadrunners, 32, Carmel Corsairs, 13. They're putting the ball on the 30. <laughs> What's at the t- <laughs> You know, it's unfortunate that the that the refs don't don't have a, a direct feed into our booth because because you know I would be able to question them. Yeah, and if it was they, did, they, they could they could heed your help. You know, you know, Nick. When I was a head coach, I always thought it, was, it would have been important for them to have a direct feed to my sideline. Um, but um, they did. Uh, the people in Waukegan and North Chicago and, and Antioch and Wakanda, they all had a direct feed into our sideline with you on the sideline there, Fitz. So, Coach, uh, you may have shared this in the last two weeks, but you were the coach, Coach Fitzgibbons, of uh, Coach Yeager. What was that like? Uh, coach, who, who are you asking there, Mark? I, Mark, are you asking <laughs> which which one you, you want to ask? Whoever there? grabs it first. <laughs> well, we we you know we have been around about this a couple times, but Nick was a great player, and so sometimes and you know most of the time, but sometimes it's hard to coach a great player, Mark. You know, you, it, yeah. it, and sometimes it's not. Right. And then most of the time, especially his senior year, it was easy to coach. You didn't even have to coach him, but. Uh, when he was younger, he was interesting. 
<laughs> we were at Maris last week, Mark. Oh. And and um, Nick was I was asking about his playing at games at Maris, and he remembered when he forgot his pads back at Carmel. He had to wear somebody else's, oh. <laughs> and he wasn't happy. Yeah, see, now so that's what off, we didn't need. To second and lively, and he gets about eight yards on the play. So we need we need to get this ball back. I know that's that's why we needed. We had a little tackle for a loss on first down, and now it's going to be third and the dreaded third and one or two. Nick. Yeah. See, Mark, the last couple of weeks we've had. Uh... Oh, Joe May stepped out for a second. Yeah. So the last couple of weeks we've had a, we have had a problem with third and ones. You know, it's not like we, we're not dominated. It's just it's take some three downs to get the first. But when you're right. third and one, you're in trouble. Right, especially with the big, strong back they got back. And they gave it to the fullback there. Yeah. We haven't seen much of him. That's, uh, is that Alex Carrillo? Yeah, he's big. Yeah. He's very big. So that'll be a first down. Well, speaking of big, Fitz, you, you mentioned when you first got up here, you you caught sight of their two tackles out there. Yeah. Well, I watched 72 block somebody, and I was like, my goodness. Well, we mentioned both of them early on in the game, and they're both over 300 pounds. Both uh, Very mobile. 32, 72 is mobile. Oh, and, yeah. They're athletic. So the first and 10 situation from uh, Nazareth at their own 32-yard line, and they handoff uh, right side to Dylan Smith and he's going nowhere. Gosh, that was a uh, that was a classic ISO play, Nick. They doubled down and kicked out and um, goodness gracious. Bring back Vince Lombardi. <laughs> bring back the T formation. Well, when you got a 300 pound tackle, I like the opportunity of collapsing the line oh, of scrimmage. Uh, yes, they do, but they double down. They he had help. I <laughs> they don't. <laughs> that's like unfair. <laughs> <laughs> they use the tight end. Look at the tight end size next to the tackle. That's like look, look at that. That's unfair. Jalen got doubled down on it, and he still oh they're throwing and they <laughs> flags are fl- offsides on. Did you see that? That's not a legal procedure. Offsides on Nazareth. And you know what that means? He the where he threw that flag, they're wide out, lined up offsides. Lined up offsides. And how easy it is to not line up offsides, you're wide out because Nick, as you well know, you ask the you ask the ref, am I offsides? Yep. You and you know what he didn't side. do? He didn't ask. He didn't ask. <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that something? You know, these so, these days, uh, speaking of, uh, we're, we all work with children at some point. Sometimes, you know, they just second and fifteen. Stevens under center, and now it's a handoff. Off. Yeah, right well, up the right middle. middle buddy. Dylan Smith, and yeah, they they were waiting for it. Probably got two or three yards on the carry, so and, that'll create about a third and twelve. And Jalen Smith and Jimmy Harvey again. Jalen Snell, excuse me. I'll tell you what, Jalen Snell, it's good to have him healthy again. Indeed. We've, we've heard his name a lot tonight, huh, Mark? He's a strong kid, big guy, huh? He's been making plays all night long. You're not him? Yeah. So here we go with Stevens once again under center. Third oh, he's ten. back. Stevens Third and ten. We got back. The, he's got the curl. He's got the wheel, and he's open. Oh, no. He dropped Oh, oh Beautiful. So he was wide open, and it was a perfectly thrown ball, and uh, he had to wait for it for just a, a split second, and, and uh, quite frankly, he dropped it. That's all you can so say. So, Nick, you had to curl up at about 12, and you had to wheel around him to the sideline, and that was the guy who's been hurting us, 14, the guy who, 
who's been re returning to kicks and punts? Yeah, David Oglesby. Okay, Oglesby did the wheel route to our sideline, and he was wide open. He sure and was. And Adrian Dawkins got over there, ran over there. Now we got fourth down. What are they going to do here, Nick? They're going to punt? It looks like it. It looks like yeah. a punt. They're yeah. inside their own 50. I, good. We're going to get the ball back here, Mark. Yes, yes. We got ourselves a stop. Now, come on. All right. Ooh. Big nice high punt. kick. Fair catch called. Yeah. And boom. Yeah. Lucas doing a nice job. Mikey Lucas. Make sure you catch the ball so it doesn't bounce back to the 10. So we got it to 25. That's not bad. Not at all. I want to take this opportunity to remind everybody about the Fall Sherathon. Don't miss WSFI's Fall Sherathon next Tuesday through Thursday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Some of our most beloved priests and community leaders will be sharing with you their personal stories and asking you to call in your pledge to keep our local Catholic radio on the air. Join Father John Cherzon, uh, St. Gilbert's, Father Gerald O'Reilly, Santa Maria del Popolo, Father Anthony Rice, St. Peter's and Volo, Father Mike McGovern, St. Raphael's, Father Mike Grizzick, St. Mary's in Lake Forest, Father Greg Houck from St. Paul the Apostle, Father Michael Sparrow of the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat. That's an incomplete House, pass incomplete to... Uh, pass. To Chenille Green, a little curl in there, Nick, about four yards. Go ahead. Not to mention Father John Jemnicki, spiritual advisor emeritus from WSFI. If you're from across the border, newly appointed Bishop Jim Schumann, Father Bill Hayward, Father Russ Arnett, and Father Bob McDermott will be on the air. Call in your support at 224-206-8455 and tune in to WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 or WSFIRadio.org. We're back. Kelly McManus shotgun drops, rolls left, looks, and he's got a throw down. Nope. Uh, it looks like it was to Thigpen. He was up in the air, and he got no. in. Up. That was just to his brother. To his, oh, that Dino was to Dino. Manis. Yeah. And uh, like number five was going to. Alex Carrillo. He was waiting for him to land so he could put two hands into him and shove him to the sideline like he did. Yeah. Now we got third and ten here. What are we going to do here, Nick? Well, I don't know here. I, You know, what was successful earlier is some of those little uh, those bubble screens. Maybe we see a maybe we see a bubble screen to um, to Damone Williams Gray here to the field. No, he's going yep, to Kelly McManus drops back and he mm -hmm. throws right across a, a quick, like a good, uh, to Damone Williams Gray, but for yeah. four yards and now yeah. it's fourth down. Little hook pattern. And so that creates a fourth and what about yeah, eight yards? No, six. We're gonna, we're gonna punt. But we're gonna punt from the thirty. Twenty nine. Nick, what do you think of that at? You know, that looked like a good first down play. Yeah, that that's exactly what I was just going to say. I, you know, I like gaining three or four yards on first down um, and giving yourself some options on, on second and third down. Um, I was kind of hoping to see Damone Gray on a little bubble screen out to the field there. It's been successful tonight a couple different times. Instead, you throw it right Packer. in the teeth of the linebackers there. Ben Packer, huh? kick is up. It's a high kick. He's been kicking line drives. And this is to the dangerous... Uh, well, actually, it's, uh, yeah, it's David Ogilvie again. Yeah, exactly. He's the fella. Number 14 for uh, yeah, but David that was, Oglesby. But that was Cameron Leach. So he got it back to the 44. Carmel 44, next short field here. That's not good. No. no. 
I would expect, if I'm the Corsairs, I would expect a, a steady dose of the run here. Um, which is always a little bit dangerous. You can't get lulled to sleep and let something get behind you here. Again, they got double tights. See, Chris Stevens under center. Hand off to... Uh, that time they hand off to Marcus, Marcus Griffin. Marcus Griffin, yeah. Number 45 is in the ballgame. He's 5'8", 215. He looks like a tank. Well, you know, Danny Norton's been hitting a lot, Nick. And Mark... Danny Norton's been hitting a lot for us at line. He's a junior linebacker. He made a really nice play there. He fought right under the block. <laughs> made a nice tackle at the legs. That's one way. Yeah, there you go. But he was there and square, and he hit him square. Yep. yep. So that was a nice hit. Zachary Stevens under center. And here's he's gonna oh, there's a, oh, there's a ball on the ground. And now back. they're going to lose a couple on that, so that'll create about a third and 13 situation. The clock winding down, 6:52 left in the ball game. Nazareth Roadrunners 32, Carmel Corsairs 13. We need to get the ball back to score again. Yeah, Nazareth is actually doing a nice job of really running the clock down, snapping that one under five seconds to go on the play clock. They're not too worried about that play there, even though it is a loss of yardage. The clock is still running, which is exactly what they're trying to accomplish. Jimmy Harvey would have been two steps closer. They might have been worried about it. He was yeah. coming He was coming hard and flat, which was nice. Right. And so that's... Great Stevens with a handoff. That's to Dylan Smith off left tackle for... He got the, yards, of, uh, he got the yards back. Yeah. It's going to be fourth and ten. Uh, let's see who they run in here. It looks like they're going to run into punter. Got to hand it to the defense there, fellas. I, you know, they had the bad snap, the bad pitch on the, but, you know, we stopped them and it was, it's fourth and 10. And. Right. The defense well, we has made a lot of nice stops tonight. Yeah, the defense has played well. They've been putting a couple. Whoa. Oh, bad snap. And he's not going to be able to get wrapped oh. up right away. <laughs> Beautiful play. Yeah. In, in getting there quickly. Uh, Good morning. Good afternoon. Yeah, that was uh, Jake Serwin, I believe. That uh, no, I, I think I think he actually was Harvey. Jimmy Harvey, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Harvey, you're right. It was Jimmy Harvey, and Harvey was uh, he was coming quick, so he wrapped him up. Uh, he tried to pick it up and punt it, didn't bat, he, Mark? He bat, tried to, yes. and now look at the Corsairs at their 44. We'll right. take that. Now we got a short field, Nick. Yep. Love it. Yep. 5.25 left in the ballgame. Nazareth 32, Carmel 13. Carmel takes over. And Ethan Kalinakis is in the shotgun. Carmel getting ready to go to work. This is where Joe May would say you got to dominate the sudden change. You got a big dominate the sudden change. Kalinakis looks left and he throws the throws ball. Throws the ball to where three guys are. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. That is a problem. And two of them didn't know the ball was coming. I think right. that was that screen you're talking about, Nick, because they were looking to block. But he threw the ball where one of the blockers were instead of where the screen guy was. A little confusion all around there. Did you see the blockers, though? They were blocking, Nick. Yeah, they sure were. Kelly Nakis, Carmel getting ready to go to work. Second and ten. At, uh, Empty backfield Nazareth again. Nazareth 44-yard line. 
He's looking left, and he's got a throw to his brother. Brother makes a beautiful catch. Ball was thrown a little bit high. Be uh, close to a first down. Third and two. Eight-yard gain. Ball to 36 now, and, and we're doing a hurry-up. We don't huddle up much anyway, but we're doing a hurry-up. Kelly Nakis. <laughs> put, put Mikey Lucas from the right Mikey place. Mikey Lucas in the Kelly backfield. So he can handle the ball, and Lucas, Lucas gets, gets about, about one or two. He's on the 35. So when the season began, Coach, we didn't think uh, Mikey Lucas would be lining up in the backfield, did we? No. Yeah, he's not listed as a running back. This is a receiver. It's fourth down yeah. and one. No, he's listed as a receiver, and he got the ball quick, and he hit the hole quick, but, you so know. The, so did the linebacker. Yeah, the linebacker, unfortunately, was unblocked. Is, uh, getting ready to go to work uh, this fourth is their and short, one. Short yeah. yardage defense here, fourth and one. He's looking uh, He's looking at the sideline. It was a hard count. Trying to draw him off. He tried to draw him off. Didn't work. And here he goes. He's going to throw. Uh, uh, pass. Oh, and it's. There's a oh, flag down, it. and it might be a late hit. Kelly Nakis got popped after he threw the ball. We're going to call it roughing there. That's a that's a big break for the Corsairs. Yeah. Because that was personal foul. Yeah, it's roughing the passer. And that was on a, a, a completed pass, a loss of four yards. Right. Did you, you ever throw any of those, Nick, when you played quarterback? Absolutely not. <laughs> we didn't have very many opportunities to throw those. Yeah. Well, yeah. we could probably yeah. count the number of times we threw the ball on uh, on one hand for the season. But anyway, yeah. Was I, there a reason? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Hanna was playing yeah. fullback one of those years, and Ruben Rivera he talked about earlier, and you know, play to your strength. Well, you got to dance with the one that brought you. Yeah. You know, Nick was in the car. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kevin Burris was good. And I joke, Nick was a great player, and Nick threw the ball a bunch of times, especially his senior year. You know, a lot of people running around the press box here, and when I see an, a, a student, I just want to. How you doing, buddy? Don't let him do that to you. Connor Gillen helping with the Carmel broadcasts. Yeah. You got that club going on. Right. All kinds of things going so on here, Mark. Not, All kinds of things. Charlottesville, Virginia, a couple yes, weeks ago. Yes, you were. And I saw you. I saw a I picture show of you. you. Yeah. So you know that guy? I don't know the guy. Bob Rotella. Bob Rotella. You know who he is? I do not. He's the foremost uh, sports psychologist in the country. He's uh, mostly with golfers. He's written a whole bunch of books. Are you, are you all going over to the BMW this week? No, I'm not. A friend of mine is out there, though, with his family. We were just talking about that today. What a beautiful weekend and a beautiful week for that, huh? Yeah. Here we be go. Be nice to get in here. Kelly and Akis, really first be nice and 10, to get in here. the ball at the 32. Lucas. <laughs> Excuse me, the ball at the 20-yard uh, line. 20-yard line. Who did he? <laughs> just got about two yards. Mikey Lucas on a handoff. Right up the middle. But that could have been a no-gainer or a loss. He went right by their starting out, right outside linebacker. <laughs> He's fearless, I tell he you. He is fearless. He just tucked right under that tackle. And he got himself three up to the 17 there, Mark. Look, that was a, that was a heck of a play. I, Jack Gray, linebacker. Man, oh, man. He wanted a piece of Mikey. 336 Lucas. left. Kelly Nakis, shotgun. Almost certain passing situation. And he's... 
keeps it and it was pressured right away, then that's going to create about a third and made about two yards on the on the carry. That'll create about a third and five situation. Third and seven. They spotted only at the uh, back at the 19. Yeah, yeah. He, he might have lost one there. Yeah, Sean Bates was the left tackle. He was ready to help. I mean, he had his guy and didn't know he was running. The guy played right off him and yeah. He had his guy blocked out. It wasn't his guy that was causing the pressure, but his guy made the tackle. Here we go. Third and nine, Kelly Nakis. Shotgun. Mikey Lucas in the backfield. Better hurry up. Two to the left, one to the right. Nope. Oh, Kelly Nakis. Yep, I didn't think yeah, so. I think Carmel might have. Delay a game. That's a problem. Yeah. So that, that's another example. We've Make seen a, a couple third plays. 14. We've seen a couple plays tonight, right, Mark, where um, I don't know how you want to categorize it or call it, but let's just say maybe some plays that are, you know, in line with a younger team. Yeah, and exactly. He's a freshman quarterback, so he's got to look to the sidelines. They're not going to, Oh, then you've got a play clock ticking down right in front of you. You, got, you have to be aware of those kind right. of things. Right, And not lose yardage like that. Here we go, third and 14. Kelly Nakis in the shotgun. Mikey Lucas in the backfield, two to the left. They're one coming the right. at him. Looking left. They're coming, they at, coming him. at him. And he, he, he beats him. Yes, yes. He, and he's and he runs and, uh, he got himself close to the first down. Uh, the rush had basically pressure had caved in, and there was really nowhere to go other than straight up the, up the middle, and that's what he did. He made a nice move in evading the tackle and, and – uh, Picking up a nice carry there. He did. He did a nice job stepping up, uh, running through a tackle. Uh, but once again, you know. Fourth and si- three at the 14. Yeah. That's a situation. You got fourth and three. 207, clock first, dwindling down. Could have a first down there. Right. Wish he would have kept running. That's yeah. What I'm saying. I mean, there's a time and a place to slide, and I can appreciate his willingness to do that. There's also a time and a We're going to get another penalty if we don't hurry up. Oh, he's got it. Pressure, pressure, and he's running the ball. And oh, this time he ducks his head and lowers. He got inside the ten and gets a first down. down. It was a nice run, and he's getting up a little slow. He's a he's only a 14 year old kid, and these are big guys on Nazareth. Yep, that was a tough run there. Yeah, that time he lowered the shoulder and just went right at him. Uh, He's winced over a little bit. Yeah, he's a tough kid. There's no doubt about that. First and goal. You gotta really, you gotta love the fact that you know the kid's a freshman. I mean, and he's just he's out there. And... One forty-one to go. Yeah, I mean, as as I said early in the broadcast, you know, hearing about him coming into the season, I was, I wasn't skeptical. I was just, it was an unknown to right. me. You know? and right. Right. So, How is that gonna work? Exactly. And, and I've been nothing but impressed watching him play. Yeah, I agree. There's certainly something to. Uh, he's got a lot of poise. On. I mean, he's just he's, future is bright for this guy. Keep him healthy, Lord. I agree. Well, there's only a minute 41 left. Let me just say that uh, at Catholic Financial Left Life, our members are offered scholarship benefits from grade school through college to learn more about. Eligibility for these or the many other value-added benefits, call Matt Tomlinson at 847-548-6288. That's Matt Tomlinson at 847-548-6288. That was our last uh, paid-for ad of the night. 
A nice timing, Mark. Great Thank job. you, sir. Thank you, you just got it in there on the timeout. How did he do that? Thank you. Timeout's left. We got one. First and goal to nine and a half. Here's the snap. That. Kelly Nakis, and he hands off uh, Mikey Lucas going No, nowhere. I don't think that's Lucas. It's no, not that's, Lucas. Uh, that's yeah. Fisher that time. Jack Fisher. Jack Fisher. Well, it would be nice to see him. Minute 30 this, uh, clock moving. This half of the score here, even though it wouldn't change the outcome of the game, it's something to build on, you know, and for a game, young team. A game that we scored three touchdowns in would be a good idea, Nick. Yeah, well, you know. We have not scored three touchdowns in a game. There's no such thing as a small thing, especially when you're when you're working with a young team like this. Right. Something to build on going into next right. week. Three wide to the right. Mikey Lucas in the back field, one to the left. Kelly Nakis barks out the signals. He's looking right. Lofts the ball into the right corner of the end zone, and it's a little bit overthrown. Incomplete. Intended for That'll set pen. up a second. And, uh, He's intended for Noah Thigpen. I... Goal. It didn't look like a classic fade, Nick, did it? Is he going to? I don't know. It looks to me like he was just trying to put it on that back pylon and Maybe overshot it a little bit. Well, it would have helped if the route went there. It yeah. also help if Thigpen were 6'6". Six, six. You know, that would have that been would be. Right. Yes, he's not. Third and... Here we go. Yes, you're right. It's third down and uh, goal of the ball on the nine-yard line. Kelly Anakis. I like the shotgun paid. formation. Kelly Anakis. Oh, look at that. Double coverage, Chanel. And he threw it right. And he throws it to Chenille Green in the left corner of the end zone, and there's a flag down there. And then Chenille's going to pat him on the head. He ought to get back in the huddle. He's going to get a 15-yard penalty. What a pass interference. <laughs> wow. I was going to say, you know, I, I like I like a um, – they, they ran this earlier today, a, a, a fade route to Chenille Green into the boundary, which is what they were – that, that's the, maybe isn't that the short the, the short shoulder fade neck? The, the, yeah, exactly. That that one here is a back shoulder. They just att- attempted a back shoulder fade, and it's more on a line. So and you know they rotated the safety the... right there. Go ahead, Mark. I'm no, sorry. just the ball on the four yard line, and it's once again third and goal. Third. We should have got a first. No, Kelly Anakis, uh five yard penalty, I think. And there's the throw, and it's so incomplete. Why, why and that time he was trying down. to throw to his brother Dino. They said in pass interference, it should be a first down. What is going on here? Yeah, I don't know. You're right, Coach. That's my understanding. I don't know why it's not. I'm guessing it's second down right now. No, they're saying fourth. They're saying fourth. I don't get that. So maybe the call was something else. We can't hear the uh, official. I don't think anybody in the stands can hear him. Is it a repeat of third down, though? Is the penalty on third down? You're right. If it was a first, it was a pass interference. It would have had to have been a first down. Here's a good catch there, Coach Kelly Anakis. So we got fourth down, end goal at the time four out, yard Carmel. line. Timeout, Carmel. It would be nice to get a score here, huh, gentlemen? It'd be great. I'm interested to see which side they're going to go here. They're going to try to isolate Green on this cornerback who's pressing him into the boundary, or they're going to try to do something to the trip side. Um, yeah. If you remember, the, the sophomores actually, I don't know if you know this, but the sophomores won with no time left on the on the clock, and they tied it up in the last play of the game, and uh, we kicked the extra point to win the game at the very last second, one by one. But the play right. that they won on the, on the touchdown was trip side, 
They ran two slant routes by the in, by the outside guys, and then the inside guy, the number three receiver, ran a little out right underneath it and uh, executed it perfectly for a touchdown. Well, so I'm wondering if watching them come back, watching them come back last week. Remember? Yeah. They never gave up. They were right there at the end, 40-36. Oh, matchup into the boundary here. I like this. So here we go. We got a bunch this set might top. be the last play if Carmel is not able to score. Kelly Nack is shotgun. Yep. Lofts it to the left side and it is incomplete. He overthrew no it. No flags down. No, yeah. He overthrew it. Yeah. He's under a lot of pressure though. I mean, so. Forty-three point two seconds left. Nazareth will take over the ball at the. Uh, Carmel, um, where's that going to be spotted? The four-yard line. Yeah, the four-yard line. Mark's a Nazareth player down on the field. Oh, I wish I knew what happened. Cramps again. I'd love to know why that wasn't a first down, but, you know, maybe I'm not. Waiting on the uh, Nazareth player down. Looks like uh, Carmel will be. Uh, we're going to be 0 4, gentlemen, and Nazareth will be 4 0. Next week we go to. Uh, St. Vider. St. Vider, our rival. And how does Vider look this, good this year? They look good. They look good. So it's going to be a tough, another tough game. Got a running back from our backyard. Is a really good player. He's walking off. Boy, a lot of players cramping up tonight. You're right. Yeah, those are not. You can tell when it's a serious injury. It's not. It's just very painful. Cramp, as you know. So. This is going to be in your basic kneel down. We don't have any timeouts left. I think they got to take maybe one snap. Yeah. Last play right there. Well, depends how take how long. Thirty seven, the clock is running. Noah, you want to say anything, buddy? I don't know what to say. It's just a pleasure to have you up here in the booth. Same. Noah Schneider, you're a good good young man. He sure is. Great view too. Okay, they just they just set the ball. They really don't need to take the snap. Coaches, anything any last words? Nah, it's uh we better get ready to play St. Vider on the road. Yeah. We don't want to be 0-5. Yeah, amen to that. I, I would also like to say, though, for those of you who have been listening over the last couple of weeks, I've been harping on balance, 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 run the ball. I'm really happy to see that the Carmel Corsairs were willing to do that tonight. And I think it really paid off. That concludes tonight's game. So do I. Nick, is anything, Angela? Anything back from Angela at the studio? No. So this is Mark Curran, and it's uh, time to say goodnight. Really blessed to be here. Uh, with Joe May earlier and uh, Nick Yeager and Mike Fitzgibbons, just some great people that really know their football. And be with you. Israel.